Whoa, boy, it's Hotline League 19. What a crazy week. I, I don't know if you guys heard the news, but TSM lost, spoiler alert. Uh, and this is the first time ever that they have not proceeded on to the finals, going out in quarterfinals to clutch. What the heck? We're going to be talking about that and talking about so much more. But guess who has finally decided there's enough people to watch to attend the show? Doublelift. Doublelift will be starting or joining the show just a little bit after the start of it. So be sure to stick around for that. So much more is coming up in just a second. Hotline League is brought to you by Omen by HP. Well, we got so much to talk about on the show, so I'm going to get straight into the introductions. First off, my constant co-host, the perennial man behind the analyst desk, even as the desk falls apart in front of him. We got Mark Zimmerman on the show. Mark, how's it going? You look really excited for this show. Ah, uh, yeah. I would say there's a lot to talk about. There's, like you mentioned, the TSM shit. We're going to have our little mini Badawi rant, and then uh, we're going to have Peter on as well. Like. This is the greatest episode we're ever going to do, so we may as well quit after this. (laughs) Good, good. Well, there's some contractual obligations we have to talk about, Mark. Uh, Kelby, what's going on? I got paid already. I'm good to go. (laughs) That's not how it works. Kelby, what's going on with you? Uh, Not much. Uh, Very exciting weekend of LCS. Excited to talk to a bunch of people about it, especially... uh, those who are going to call me out on calling clutch pretenders. Yeah, I think there's a guy named Shadow, by the way, Mark, that has a he has a something he he's a something he has to talk to Kelby about. Well, I don't know why I don't know he's, he's like isolating it. Kelby because I don't think anyone believed in them. But yeah, well, let's Kelby yeah, specifically, Kelby specifically, Kelby specifically called them pretenders at the beginning of the split. I think he, whatever, it'll be good. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be a really fun episode. Uh, other than that, so just a, a quick little bit of jibber jabber here, Mark. Uh, I got to watch because of the way playoffs are. I got to watch the entire on Saturday, at least the entire uh, opening of the show. Which oh, is, is that your first time? Yeah, it's the first time seeing the whole thing. Thanks for the support. Yeah, yeah, and well, it's I have to get to the LCS studio, awesome, so buddy. there's like a timeline there that makes it difficult. But because I could really, watch, it's hard to get <laughs> five minutes away from your house at. 2.30 in the afternoon on a Saturday. That's tough to do. 2 o'clock. No, you have to. We start at 2.30 because the show goes live at 3. You have to be there at 2.30 on a Saturday. The show goes live at when 2, live- Mark. LCS starts at 2. <laughs> I'm on crack, but you get my point. <laughs> 1.30 then. Whatever. You have to get there at 1.30. Yeah, the time doesn't really Sorry, make it. Sorry, Academy yeah. starts at, at 3. Well, whatever. You, you lost. It doesn't matter if you're right or wrong. You lost all leverage with that one. It's just... Fuck you're right. <laughs> uh, anyway, I I don't know. It's it's been a it's been a fun fun week. Kelby, how was Ultra? Uh, Ultra is good. Although I miss I miss it streaming on Twitch. Yeah. Uh, I but yeah, streaming on YouTube. I watched a little bit of the Chainsmokers set. I really think that Alex shouldn't sing like everybody says. Uh, but Swedish House Mafia, they were teasing the whole time that there was gonna be a surprise closing act. I called Swedish House Mafia. It was Swedish House Mafia. They were so sick. They did such a good job. Yeah. Uh, Twitch chat, please let me know how volume how is. How is the acid? By the way. I I don't do acid when I listen to EDM. Why were you there then? No, I wasn't there. When oh, do you do oh, acid? Okay. Sorry. Uh, I, thought, I, I, I thought you I were at Ultra. Know. So I was like, how, you know. No, no, no. The Molly, whatever you did. I went one time. It was insane. But yeah. Okay. Gin 690. <laughs> Gen 690 says the constant thing. Whenever Kelby's on the show, he says it's such a douchey thing to wear sunglasses in, oh, inside. Wait, yeah. Everybody always says this. Here's the thing. 
Like, Kelby's it's not douchey. part of the aesthetic of the show. That's the whole yeah, point. Yeah, only committed to the gag. It's like, yeah. right, Kelby gets blasted because I just lose my glasses every... Yeah. Guess what? I don't give a fuck about you. <laughs> okay, okay. Well... This is going to be I'm an interesting kidding. show. Yeah. Your, your support matters a lot. I don't want to. some energy this time. Well, because uh, Peter's ready to come on the show and we've got a couple things to do, I'm going to really quickly uh, talk about a wonderful group of people, a wonderful company that supports the show, makes it happen. Show would not be what it is if it wasn't for these guys. Omen by HP. You guys know them. I've talked about them before. They're fantastic. Uh, group of people and company that have come together to support esports. Uh, they got into the space a couple of years ago and uh, they recognize the value of supporting the competitive scene and everything from something like Overwatch League all the way down to, um, well, a show like this. I'll just put it that way. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're in a category of our own. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. It's it, not Overwatch League, is what this is. Um, they uh, they've hooked me up with some gear to help make some of my other endeavors possible, which is really nice of them. They do some really cool stuff. Uh, I don't I don't want to rush through this, but I do want to tell you guys that they have a giveaway right now. Uh, they did one whenever we launched. They're doing one uh, or launched the sponsorship uh, with us. They're doing another one. Time for a refresher. I put a link in the Twitch chat. You guys can check it out. Uh, and actually, you know, just signing up for that really really helps me and Mark out. Not really. Kelby's whatever. But me and Mark out because, uh, you know, it, it helps them see a lot of the value from the show. And, you know, it's nice whenever they see a lot of people are sort of engaging with with them. And it's a chance for you guys to win something. You know, it's just a free. Listen, I've tried to do things before, like where I'm just like, go buy a bunch of these things. You got, but whenever I say free stuff, you guys click like crazy. So check it out. It's a full suite of accessories. Uh, I will be the one that sends you an email. So there's even that. You get an email from me if you win. It's pretty great. So uh, check it out. If you're watching the YouTube uh, VOD right now, you can click the link down below. It's great. So there you go. Thank you so much to Omen by HP. Um, now, I guess it's kind of awkward. We have this great epic show. And... I want to I I try to create keep the show super positive and about like awesome things and have a fun time with it. Um but I do want to talk about something. Uh in 2015, <laughs> for those of you that don't know, there was a guy that came into the space named Chris Badawi, was the owner of a team, um and really quickly it became clear to me that this dude uh was a total sketchball. Like just a lot of people I trusted uh, said that they had really uncomfortable dealings with him. And, uh, you know, I'm not the type of person who would, I don't know, I don't tend to do very much like investigative stuff, big reports or whatever, but uh, it, because this guy seemed like such bad news for the league scene, I felt very compelled to look into it. I actually got what I think at the time, like I had never seen, this guy was so so weird. At the time, None of the owners, you couldn't get them to do anything together. Kel Kelby will remember like how hard it was to get the owners to all work together back in the day, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. However, in me at the time independently going and talking to a ton of the owners in the LCS, they all gave statements. Um, not all the owners, but the, the, the owners that I spoke to, they the all gave statements. The big four or whatever. What's that? At least. The big four owners yeah, all did, yeah. right? Yep. And, uh, and a lot of the people at the time thought, I was actually really surprised because the response from the community wasn't, oh, 
this guy, like, look, all these guys actually believe this. They gave this guy, or at least some people gave him the benefit of the doubt. Um, anyway, long story short, uh, I, well, I left, went and hung out with a friend, was just really overwhelmed and really did not want to get involved with any of this again because I was so stressed out about it and sort of the reaction from the community stressed me out. Um, and, and that even happened when a couple months later, I forget the timeline exactly, uh, he got outed from LCS and was banned for other uh, sketchy things that he had done, which was basically inevitable with this dude. Uh, and again, I just didn't get involved in any of it or say anything because I just, I don't like courting controversy. Uh, I feel like that was a, now, now thinking about this, I think that was a really cowardly thing of me. Um, and because of that, I, I just want to say, you know, a lot of you guys probably saw the post that came out today from a former player on his team. Um, we won't go into the specifics because it's a really personal thing, but it, it came as no surprise to me. These are the types of things I'd heard about uh, following all the stuff. And I, I, I really believe that um, following that thread of conversation from that player he is now badawi has now made a post on the subreddit uh sort of trying to tell his side of the story i cannot tell you guys how much of a weird lying conniving con artist this guy is and it was really disappointing to me that when somebody finally came out and told sort of the story that so many believe the other dude's side of this you know people give him the benefit of the doubt this is one thing this guy did, you know, among so many sketchy things. This dude does not deserve to be in the League of Legends esports ecosystem. I am so happy he is gone. I, I cannot say enough about how no one should believe anything he's saying. He just lied all the time. So what I'll say is like everyone likes to say there's two sides to every story and then the truth lies somewhere in the middle. But you cannot take someone's side of the story at face value when this guy has consistently lied and has done it basically in an provable way. There was an AMA he did where he got called out and his story constantly shifted from like what he was and what he did. Uh, and they always, like he, he eventually got it to a point where it's so up in the air, no one knows, but like overnight he was having this argument and had to keep editing his answers in this AMA about how he said he was a lawyer then he said he was a patent litigator then he said he never passed or he passed the bar but never past the character fitness thing. So he never like became a real lawyer, but he still did the stuff that he said he did. And like, it just went down this rabbit hole of, of back and forth stuff. And this is on top of the fact that like, I was there when he first made his way into the scene, he came up under team liquid because he wanted to get involved in the esports scene. And Steve liquid Aaron said, who is a great guy. Everyone will vouch for Steve for the most part, wanted to give him the benefit of the doubt, teach him like what he knows about esports so that he could hopefully have another nice guy in the scene. And then, burn that bridge horribly, including like with everyone, in the org, Joe Steve, myself, I was mostly in, in the game focused stuff. So I didn't have as many interactions with him, but like everyone stopped liking this guy and like, not just like disliked him, but actively, actively disliked him, wanted him out of the scene to the point where we finally got him out of the scene. But like, there's no reason to take his post on Reddit at face value. So it's not a two sides of the story thing. It's like, this guy is, a notorious liar. And so I don't know what's true. And I'm not saying, you know, believe uh, Maria 100% of the way either, Romilia, whatever. Um, I'm not saying believe her 100% either, but don't understand, like, don't accept this guy's explanation. There's no reason to. It's, it's, he's known, he's a proven liar. 
That's all I'll say. Yeah. And it's it's sad because people were not here in season five. A lot of people in the league scene, people don't know this, but there's a ton of churn. There's a ton of turnover on Reddit. And so a lot of people are accepting this guy's explanation of face value. A lot of new league fans don't know his history, so it's hard to get angry at them. But it is very upsetting for people who have been here in his entire history in the scene and seeing people be like, oh, yeah, this is kind of understandable when it's like, no, it's not. Yeah. There was somebody in the Twitch chat a second ago mm-hmm. who said that my my bias is showing. Look, all I can say is the only people I know that defend this guy are the guy are the people that had business dealings with him. I have never had a business dealing with Riot or the other owners or this guy at all. I don't know how more of an independent person you want in this situation. I have a pretty strong bias sometimes around double if double if not involved in this at all. So I, I don't know what to tell you guys. Like I'm about as third party as you're going to get to this situation, uh, but fuck this guy. And I never want to see him again in the scene. Yeah, and it, it, and yeah. like I said, I'm not saying you have to believe Romilia's side of the story hundred percent either. That's not what we're saying. We're just saying the, the Chris Badawi getting number one on the subreddit and lots of people taking his side is kind of insane. Yeah. If you know his story. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I'm so I'm sorry that we had to talk about that on the show. I just I had to get off my chest. No comments on it the rest of the way. Yeah, yeah. We're we're I'm not interested in taking calls. It's a complicated situation. That's not what this show is about. Uh, and and I apologize if that's something you guys want to discuss. But it's just especially given the sensitive nature of some of the finer points of all this stuff. I I really don't think a call-in show is the place to do it. And if that's what you guys want to want to watch, I feel I completely understand if you guys leave now. That being said. We are going to get into some really cool stuff uh, and some stuff that is worth talking about. Some crazy stuff happened with TSM losing this weekend. Uh, Clutch is now going through. How much can people believe in them? I think it's going to be really interesting. Um, So please stick around. Uh, We're now going to switch over to having Peter on the show. Um, And so I'm going to add him to the call here. We're going to go to the the single slate now as Doublelift joins us. Is he on Discord somewhere, Kelby? Yeah. Uh, Yeah, let me check. Oh, I have nine plus messages. From Peter? No, zero from Peter. Uh, hello. Hi. Hey, nice. there oh, you're wearing home. the glasses. Hey, he's got the color dots. <laughs> okay. Wait, I, to... I can't hear shit. One sec. <laughs> Join you guys. No, no you, you can't, can't hear us because we're all muted on Skype. What the? Where's the Why echo are you muted on Skype? I don't, I'm not muted on Skype anymore, Travis, because I'm explaining to Peter that we're all on Discord. Why? So he needs to join the Discord. Why am I? Are oh, you really? Echo- why are you echoing? All right, Mark? I'm coming. I'm gonna mute myself because he turned. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry. Good call. Good call. I see. All right. Sorry, guys. There's a bit of a technical issue as we pull uh, Peter onto the show. Um. So just please bear with us. I have to like. I mean, we don't have a producer for the show. Uh, it's actually kind of. Wait, guys. What? Producer. Wait, what Discord? I'm just uh, not United Kelby Nation. <laughs> I'm, I'm posting it in Skype. I DM'd him. You can tell him I DM'd oh, him the link. Yeah, and then just join one of the, the voice channels so I can drag you into the on-air one. I love that the... the, the one of the chat, voice channels. The show just has to deal with. I can with. only go to General 2. Yeah, go to General 2. That's fine. That's fine. We'll add you. Don't worry. All right, there we go. Welcome. <laughs> Hello. Mark, you can mute Hello. yourself now. Uh, it's so funny. David Sorry, got me dressed up. We're almost you know done. Saying? Yeah, you look great. And everybody, in a second, everyone is going to see you on screen. Uh, and then they will all know how great you look, too. It just takes a second. I'm just here, you know, in my HyperX headset, drinking my Monster Energy. Oh, man. 
you're 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 doing well right now, Peter. I'm dealing with training facility on my Aurora PC. <laughs> can you slurp that into the microphone again, just so I can good, hear how good Monster sounds to drink? Peter, what flavor are you drinking there? That looks like an ultra white to me. Oh well, you know, just my just my favorite. Uh, now that you've asked, I mean, now that you mentioned it, yeah, it's just my favorite flavor is Zero Ultra White. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There we go. So what I'm are we a, talking about guys. I'm a I'm an ultra red fan myself, but ultra white's my second favorite of the zero. I don't know if there's a monster flavor I don't like. <laughs> Mark, does anyone have a flavor they don't like? <laughs> <laughs> I I I hope I'm getting some sort of compensation for this. Like I don't. <laughs> I'm going rogue, Travis. I'm trying to get my own deals. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's what yeah, I can yeah, tell. Yeah. I can tell. I just want free energy drinks. Yeah. All right. Uh, so Peter, how's it going? It's good. We just finished the uh, team stuff, practice and review. So I'm tired. When is this just over? <laughs> well, <laughs> That's a good way to start. Glad out. to have you here, man. Like I can tell that you're really excited to be here. How are scrims going? Hotline league resident sleeper. Oh. Beyond the augers. How how's uh <laughs> how are scrims going? Uh, pretty good. I think. I mean, it's our first day. Uh, you mean you scrimmed last week, hopefully. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's going fine. I don't know how to really gauge because winning and losing isn't a measure of success. So, I don't know. I guess yeah. it's going good. I mean, Mark loves to talk about how scrims are basically useless to... Yeah, scrims gauge. are completely useless. Wait, when do I say scrims are useless? You say that all the time. No, uh, to indicate results for LCS. Not yeah, yeah. Oh, Oh, yeah. I was like, what? Practice? Worthless. <laughs> Get out there, play some DBZ fighter, especially like on game day, warm up with that. Yeah. That's all you need. Uh, so I'm sure we're going to have a lot of calls about it, um, and hopefully they don't become all of our calls. I'm sure Mark will do a good job of, of mitigating it. But yeah. everyone, I'm sure, will be curious about your take on the TSM thing, if it was surprising to you, uh, what what the takeaways are in your opinion. I'm just kind of curious. Yeah. You guys, you're referencing the fact that they said Red Bull and not a monster. Yeah. I'm shocked. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, no, uh, yeah. Hopefully not all the questions. Yes. But what did, what did you think of them losing this week? Pretty nuts. Don't think anyone expected it. Riot already asked me this question in the future, but I don't even think Clutch expected to win. You know, they no. came in, they're like, we can win. And then they're just shitting their pants when they started winning. <laughs> I bumped it. I bumped into D-Lim, like most of their coaching staff, solo, yeah. and a couple of their players. And I was like, "So, like, what? What did you guys think was going to happen?" And they were all like, "We didn't think we would win." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Clutch it, it, like, thought they were pretenders themselves. Yeah. They, I mean, they just like they said they got smashed in scrims all week. They had like not much confidence going out there, and they tried their best. And like, obviously, they have good mental fortitude to like get rolled in game one and get double killed underneath their turret at three minutes in game two and still win that game. But they weren't going in there like, yeah, guys, we got this. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Did you tweet, by the I, way, Nick? Or, I mean, I don't know I said Nick. Mark? Yeah. Okay, uh, go for it. It's coming out right now. I'm just going to retweet your tweet. Yeah, right. I, I just think uh, it, it is funny. So, like, I posted an interview with Steve today from Saturday. And Steve was basically saying, you can take the glasses off if you can't see, Peter, if you can't tell. Um, Steve was basically saying... Like, Good oh, point. yeah, like, we'd love to play Clutch. We think they're the weakest team. And my YouTube channel is blowing him up for saying this. And I'm like, well, everyone thought they were the weakest team. No one can complain, should be faulting anybody. Yeah, like, that's, that's the David yeah. and Goliath story. Like, 
acting like they they didn't have all the odds against them or at least everyone expected them to lose is, is unfair yeah, well that's yeah. that's the thing i don't like about it is it's like it's diminishing what they did by being like haha like see they were good and it's like no that's why it's crazy it's like <laughs> you didn't have a reason to believe in them and yeah. like all these people who are going to call in and say that like we called it at the start of the season it's like yeah but did you call it a week ago when yeah. they drew tsm yeah. like if you didn't call it then then it doesn't count yeah and you need proof Jesus. of it uh, by the way, so Peter, this means that you guys will now play Echo Fox instead of who everybody thought you were going to play, which was 100 Thieves. Are you happy with that result, or what, what does that mean for you? Um, yeah, I'm happy with it. I think between the two, they're pretty similar, but uh, it the, the finals would be cooler this way since we get, a, we get to either play Clutch, you know, Clutch Prime in the finals, make me my words, or... Or uh, 100 Thieves, and me and Afro can play against each other in the finals. Also, Cody Sun and Ole. So, that'd be cool. Yeah. Cody Sun coming in as the number one AD carry in North America, Peter. So, yeah, this, is your chance to, your, this is your chance to show him up. Oh, Jesus. Dude, every single year this All-Pro thing gives me... I mean, to be fair, I was I was All-Pro, like, first team, like, four years in a row or some shit, so... I guess I can't complain that it's stupid, but it's kind of stupid. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Reddit was blowing up a little bit in the thread with the uh, the thing for voting for Biofrost and not voting for Aphromoo. Uh, I voted for, for what? Biofrost? Yes. I must have misclicked. <laughs> okay. Oh, what yeah. the? It was like I a pity vote. You know? These awards are so dumb. I wish yeah. people would just get the right thing and then, oh, wait, what I vote for? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I just, I think it's just weird that, like, there's just a voting thing where the players decide, like, how do I tell who's good? It's really hard. What, I'm not, when I was talking to you about this stuff, I said, people think Aphromoo is good. And you said, yeah, but I play against people or I play against these guys in lane. Like, I should know. And now you're saying, right. how do how are players supposed to know how good everyone is? It's hard, dude. I don't want to be the guy who's choosing stuff. It's too much responsibility. I just kind of picked at random, to be honest. No. Not at random, but, like, I, I mean, I just thought about it for, like, probably five seconds on each answer. Right. You, you you weren't like, let me go look their stats up, right? Yeah, no, I just I just airballed it. Wink, wait, no. I winged it. Well, and airballed it. At, the same at time. least this episode's <laughs> going to get a lot of views on the VOD. I'm excited about that, you know, like. Well, let me ask you this, Double. Do you think players shouldn't vote? Like, you, you would say the average player probably did what you did, right? Like, where they're just like, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, I just want to get it over with. Yeah. I'm not going to troll vote, but I'm just going to vote without. Do you think so you voted, do you, but do you think every player votes themselves or do you think some of these guys have other people do it for them? No, I think it's it's them doing it. OK, like I think it's it's really them doing it, but uh, they probably don't put in a full effort. Like I, I remember people were giving song shit for his votes and he's just like, well, why would song care what people think about his oh. all pro team votes? Can you turn your webcam back on Peter? We, uh, we're getting a very different picture of you. People are going to oh, think, really? people are going to think I put this in. We <laughs> 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 were going to think I put this in, but it's actually your Skype picture. Just to be am clear. I cute? It's the one yeah, where your yeah, hair is cool. way up. I like that one. Yeah. Wait, am I, I'm back, right? Yeah. yeah you're you're back. back. Yeah. That's great. Well, boy, we're well, already know, off to you, such a great start. You you still want players to get a voice, right? Like it's better than not getting a vote and just like having it completely done by coaches and third party people. Uh, or do you think players shouldn't get a vote? I think the all pro vote is just kind of meaningless. Yeah. 
maybe MVP kind of means something because it's like, who does everyone think is good? Um, I don't know. All pros is just too much, too many people. It's like fifteen people. I mean, but also, winning. well, it's not fifty. It's like ten players, ten coaches, right? Oh wait, you're saying winning. I see what you're saying. The five, five, right. five. I thought you were talking about the voting. Okay, sorry, I misunderstood. Oh, okay. Um. Uh, you know, I feel like you guys often disagree with the casters, though, and the casters and analysts make up the largest amount, I believe, after the pros. So do you want all the casters and analysts basically being responsible for picking? Because you guys often say, like, oh, they're always hyping up this player, but that player shit or, oh, like, it's so stupid that they think this is the case. Uh, you know, there always be people who disagree. So I, I think the casters and analysts have gotten smart over the years. It used to be like freak and now it's better than that so i think it's uh it's gotten better you know it's like it's mark and jad and dash i think you guys are good okay hey, i trust hey, you guys if i wasn't on this show right now would you have said that the part about freak or the part about you guys being yeah, good? the part about us being good <laughs> like definitely was, yeah yeah i think you guys are good I, i've only watched a few segments but i think you guys are good and entertaining right. and handsome oh boy this is getting intense. <laughs> okay, I'm going to put this to the test really quickly before we take our first call. And I'm going to look at Mark's votes and ask Peter if he agrees oh, with Oh, God, you piece of shit. All right, let's okay. do it. Okay, so for, for, for first, he, and for why, top... No, why, start with 80 carry. Start no, with no, 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 no. Well, I just, so Hooney for top. Peter, agree? Disagree? Agreed. Dardock, jungle? No. Bjergsen, mid? Yeah. Sven, ADC? Yeah. Really? Over double lift? Peter Pang? Whatever, I don't care. I don't think I played well in the regular split season. My team was garbage. Afro move for support. <laughs> mm, okay, sure. Sure? When I talked <laughs> sure. to you, you... Okay, so to be clear... Wait, you wait, did wait. Not... What, was, what was double lift's first for uh, support? His support picks were Biofrost, Probably. Mithy, and Smoothie. Yeah, that probably does three. I, mean, I, I don't okay, know what order so, I want to So you were fine with Biofrost, Smithy, and Smoothie. Mark picked somebody that wasn't even in your top four, and you're okay with it. I mean, you can make an argument for any of them. Okay. Well, I also put Hakuho, and he didn't have him in there. Yeah, I put Hakuho 13 for me, Yeah, I think. Wow. That's spicy. Got that, got that one right. You I mean, it's, it's hard to say, yeah, to say Hakuho doesn't <laughs> deserve it after this past week. Um, top, then, then uh, Mark went Flame, Medios. Jensen, Cody, Sun, and Smoothie. Are those okay? Mm, I'm interested about your thoughts on Flame. I, I don't really feel anything when I play against Flame, to be honest. I feel like it's really it's really polarizing. So half the people think Flame is terrible, and half the people think he's really good but on a bad team. Um, I am gonna. Not saying I think he's a nice guy. <laughs> okay. So you're you in did, a terrible camp. Well, well, Peter bumped into him last night uh, getting boba, and he's, he was so nice. He hugged Peter and all that stuff. I think that's what what's saving him flame from flame. Uh, are you okay with Cody Sun as, as Mark's number two for ADC? Yeah, dude. I think because there's like almost a six way tie. We were like really close to having a six way tie for first. Yeah. Then it, it seems like every. You can make an argument for any of the top six teams like having the best player or like. They're being held back, or they're the reason why their team isn't there in the first place. And I don't really care. Like, I don't feel like regular season means anything anyway. So getting an award for doing well in the regular season is like getting a gold star or something. What if you got MVP? Would you be happy? 
I'd be I'd be happy if I got MVP. That you told me in the, the past you felt like MVP got stolen. You got robbed. At yeah, I got fucking robbed when Rush won it that one time. <laughs> and it's like, yeah. well, why did Rush win it? Like, what the fuck did Rush do? Like, Lee Sid not make playoffs? Uh, it's just like, what? Yeah, he made playoffs that split. Whatever, whatever. I was yeah. so good then. At, what the? There's so many splits where I was so good and I didn't get it. I was so. Good. I mean, that was the first. See, this first, is the that was a, that was the split they won their first championship. So like, I can. This I is can the great dichotomy of Peter. It's like I don't really care. Regular split doesn't matter. Whatever. Why did Rush get it? But I was popping off. You know, <laughs> even if it doesn't matter. Okay. All right. <clears throat> uh. Anyway, let's we can just move on. Mark and we start taking callers. Mark, do you want to uh, to do the spiel? Sure. Sneaky was my third team. Double if was not on my list. I thought that's why you were doing all of that. Oh, that's fine. I yeah. thought Travis was trying to set up to that. No, I figured Peter would. Okay. Peter, Peter, strangely is like okay. He he'll flame other people, but he doesn't care if people rank him low. Yeah, I guess not. Yeah. My team was like, well, we ended up fourth place, so. Yeah. What can you say? Yeah. yeah. Anyways, so uh, this is your first time watching. Got a lot of people in here tonight. Uh, the way this works is it's a live call-in show. So we have a Discord posting it now in the uh, Twitch chat. You're going to want to join that Discord. And then you are going to see that there's a general voice channel and general too. You're going to need to join one of those voice channels. And then in the general text channel, you're going to post your take. Uh, so usually we don't want questions just like, and with double it as the guest, it's okay to have more questions, but we like things like, I think TL is going to lose to whoever I think TL is going to win. TSM losing was great. I like whatever, whatever your thoughts are, you know, we want your thoughts as the viewer, as the, the person who's watching the LCS all the time. And by the so way, start calling people and try not to spam too much. All right. If, uh, if you subscribe, you do get access to the subscriber chat, which uh, we tend to to check there as well. It gives you kind of better odds of getting uh, noticed, and and if you do sub, uh, just give it a little bit because Discord takes a bit to sync with Twitch and blah blah blah. So uh, that is the spiel. Uh, while Mark scouts out people uh, with their questions, oh please also please do not spam. Like Mark will be less likely to take your question if you just spam it three or four times. Like, and and then we will try to activate a mod to like kill you. Um, all right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know how to mod Discord, but I'll figure it out. I'm adding I'm, I'm adding everybody. Shadow to the waiting room because he's got a uh, he's Pororo got... Satan. Apparently, I said the same thing too. Does anyone remember? I remember Pororo Satan calling in. Yeah, I don't. He claims I... to have called it in the preseason. Okay, well we'll talk to we'll talk to a couple people that can brag Shadow as well. Um, and then, uh, oh yeah, so really quickly, let me give a shout out to some folks who have uh, supported the show in the past hour or so. Uh, so shout out to <clears throat> an Ivy sort meddling kids, Nilly K, arrogant one, Desliant Knight, Desolent Knight again, uh, all hail the based god, Tasty Turtles, All Nut One Thirty Eight, Ready Bobo, SM Dennis, Dafu, I am the fourth Hokage, I think that's how it's pronounced, Polish. The Gaming Orange, Real Fox, you gifted a sub to Mark, who's now been a sub of this channel for five months. And Did I, I get not... gifted one last week as well? I don't know. I don't know. But at this point in time, you are, um, you are, you're up there. You've, I don't think you've paid a dime, but you've been supporting the show forever, Mark. Thank you <laughs> I so just, much. I just love your, your content, Travis. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. 
Flozatron, Brandinian, and Mist K, and uh, Gabriel Lau, twenty-three. So we got we got people lined up, Mark. Yeah, we got some. You want me to start grabbing them? Yep. Peter, it's your time to enjoy the unwashed masses. Everyone who's ever wanted to say something to you now has a chance. Oh, boy. Yeah. Let me add them. If you guys haven't uh, seen it yet, I'd go check out my Twitter where you can watch Peter blow up me and Kelby's boat. Uh, with It's very, very... We, he sunk it. He sunk our boat. <laughs> oh, sounds like somebody's joining the channel based on that yep. giggle. We got Shadow here. Shadow, where are you calling from? Hey, Houston, Texas right here. Clutch Houston, Gaming, just Houston. one. Calvi, you, you suck at predicting. He's <laughs> straight into it. All right, so wow. Shadow, uh, for, those, the show. for those that were I not, came, really yeah. quickly, Shadow, for those that did not catch the previous episode where you were on, uh, I maybe towards the start of the split, can you tell a little bit about how this went? Yeah, I was just saying that Clutch is a team that slept on that has a potential of going really far in the playoffs. But then Kelby said they were pretenders and not contenders, but now that he's been proven wrong, you know, it's whatever, you know, it's, it's good for us. Yeah. And it's good for the whole NALCS that TSM's out. Were you shadow? Were you the one that, uh, said that, uh, that, did you, I remember somebody was talking about how they went to clutch events in Houston and like fan meets. Was that you? Oh no, that's not me. I, okay. I want to go, but like, I'm not trying to make the drive because Houston's Houston's pretty big, you know. Yeah. But yeah, that's not me. Kelby. But I also think. Um, Go ahead. Uh, Clutch did really good. I think they did uh, beyond their expectations, and Lyra, Lyra was playing really excellent throughout the, the the five games or the four games that they played. So that's what why they won, I think, because Lyra stepped up for the final. Okay, before we get to the Lyra thing, Kelby, do you have a rebuttal? Anything you want to say here? <laughs> No, I mean, I agree. I I watched the games, uh, and I think that Clutch just, like, they really, really impressed me, especially since, like, if what we've heard is true, like, you know, they got bodied all week in scrims, they probably didn't go in with a lot of confidence. Like, we've been in that situation before, Peter. It's hard to go up on stage, lose first game against a team that has looked really good at the end of the season, and then, you know, get your bot lane dove in its tower in three minutes. And then regardless of picks or whatever, you just man up and you like win the next three games. It's not easy. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that was, yeah, it was really, it was really impressive. I, and like a lot of people are going to say that TSM shit the bed, but obviously you got to give some respect to Clutch. Um, yeah. I don't know if their social media accounts any better, but the team is performing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. better a little bit. Oh, they tweeted okay. out my interview I today. Following them, so. They tweeted out my interview today with Reggie, and they were kind of giving flame to Reggie because Reggie said that Clutch was going to get stomped on, like at the start of the split. But then mm -hmm. they didn't tag me, so they gained a point, but they mm. lost a point in my eyes. Mm. Mark, yeah. uh, with what do you think of uh, Shadow's assertion that it was really Lyra that really carried it? Because he didn't get that well, much attention. Well, he, he, wasn't, he didn't carry it, but like he just stepped up where it needed to be. Yeah. Oh well, yeah. I think a lot of people looking at that matchup were like, oh, God, the way that TSM wins, or excuse me, Clutch wins, this is probably if Lyra can get the better of Mike Young, which I would say he did over the course of the series that was back and forth at points. But I think, obviously, Hakuho is probably the guy who everyone yeah. is obviously mm -hmm. going to say had the biggest influence. Shadow, did you post anywhere publicly that you're like, Clutch Gaming wins this 3-2 or whatever? Or no, TSM? I didn't do that. I'm, I'm not really on Twitter that much or like... Or Reddit, uh, or no Reddit. I, I was just saying that's the rookie of the split and all that stuff. I was just talking smack a lot. He came uh, on a live broadcasted show. 
Yeah, yeah. So what <laughs> before about, they did want? the matchup, before he had to predict them to beat TSM. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Double F, how do you feel about people coming out of the woodworks and like throwing back what you said in your face when they didn't have to have this? Because you're someone who talks a lot of shit and then sometimes it comes back to like come at you. Yeah. That's true. I think it's uh, it's good when you shit talk right before a match and like you put something on the line. I think like Kevin's yep. is hella funny, and and it's really good because if he won, he would have looked like a fucking you know a, a maniac. But now he just looks really you know embarrassed or whatever, and looks like too cocky, arrogant, like yeah. full of himself. But that's the kind of stuff I like because if you talk shit on someone after a match like Jensen did we're like hey, hey that team look was supposed to be good like he's just waiting to win. he's like okay if I win I'm gonna, I'm gonna shit talk him if I lose I'm not gonna say anything I say sorry guys we will next game like well, like that's so that's so lame you're not opening yourself up to being possibly wrong so um yeah. I respect that you went on defended clutch live and, yeah I hope team you're right like this split though because oh, y'all would you. do best at MSI I'm oh, thinking shit. honestly. Let's go. Yeah. I just been thinking about <laughs> it like who's right now. Who should go to MSI? I'm thinking Team Liquid could do it. Thank you, thank you. Uh, Peter, so how much how much because everybody is congratulating Clutch. How much do you think TSM underperformed? Do you think that that was the same TSM we saw? Because Gabe, no, Gabe, my roommate oh, came my in and was like, "That's the same TSM we saw all split long." Just so stupid. You think Sven and Mithy would? Yeah. I, think, I think Sven as a player, just solo by himself. If he didn't have an off series, they would have won. Like, yeah. but it was also Sven and Mithy and and Hanser. All three of them had a really off series, and their coach had like a no brain that day or something. And I think part of it is like when you're TSM and you're <clears throat> and you probably think you're expected to win, maybe like subconsciously, and then you will lose the game. Especially after that game, the one where they they dove Bali on tower at like three minutes, and they're so far ahead. I bet what they were thinking was, oh, that was just a fluke. Like, we just do the same yeah. shit next game. We're going to win. That was just a fluke. We should have won. Like, easy. So mm -hmm. you go into the next game thinking, okay, we just do the same thing. No, no adjustments. No, no like, uh, real changes except don't throw. And uh, then they lost that game. And I think after that, they, got, they probably got tilted. They probably made, like, some really dumb decisions. Like, another fluke. Thresh is not that good. Let's just keep – let's play against it. We'll pick it up. And then, then people were like, well, why didn't you ban Thresh? But it was like, I can see what, where the, like, the logic was. Yeah, they also, they're probably right? fucking just really tilted because they're losing to Clutch. So well, That's that's what I wanted to ask you. Everyone was like, they should have banned Thresh, but they had, because Clutch was going to take it first. I was saying Clutch was probably going to take it first rotation if it's not banned. But <clears> then <throat> on red side, you have to ban it as one of your first three bans, which is not like a meta thing to do. And you would really only do that if it was really fucking you in the series. So like, I don't know how closely you were watching, but if you were one of the people playing, if you were Sven and you just died six times in the previous game, would you, would you have been like, ban that shit? No, nah, I still wouldn't ban Thresh. I never well, what would about, what about, you. What about Double Lift? If, oh man, it depends on your players. <laughs> I just love how Shadow's I like, I wouldn't ban. I wouldn't <laughs> ban No, uh. You just gotta dodge. <laughs> I think I I think I would tell my team to do it. Yeah, I think I'm like, I can open up about my insecurities a little bit better now than before. But I can see like Sven, he's probably one of the players that's like, fuck, I just played like shit. I need to redeem myself. It's okay. Thresh is not that good. Like I was just playing bad. I'll play better next game. But like for me, it's like if I'm having a bad series, I'll just tell my team I, I don't I'm not playing well against this champion. We we need to ban it. Like I want to ban it. Mm -hmm. So that's just a, there's a difference in mentality. You know, that's it. Yeah. yeah. All right, Shadow. Anything else you want to? What's what's you said? You're you're predicting. Do you are you predicting TL yeah, to win? Yeah, TL is probably gonna win. Honestly. And then they're gonna unless, go to unless, let's go liquid. Unless hundred thieves like goes crazy because they could go crazy, but 
Wait, well, what about Clutch vs. 100 Thieves? Uh, I, I like Clutch, but I just... I just don't think they'll win. Like they did good. Cause so Shadow, you think Clutch are pretenders? <laughs> no, like they shouldn't have beat TSM, but that was just crazy that they did. So I just want to wait. So okay. Okay. I like it, dude. I no, like honestly, your predictions because honestly, you're right on the Clutch thing. If you're and then you're gonna be right on the next prediction about us. So. But he didn't. Yeah. I like clutch. this guy. That's awesome. <laughs> He didn't even predict them versus TSM, he said. <laughs> no, they were supposed to lose. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's great. Yeah. All right, guys. Yeah, thanks so much, really Shadow, for coming right on. Now. Really appreciate it. Uh, by right, the way, no shout out to Kobe, who is in the Twitch chat right now. Kobe, if you want to call in. Uh, oh, he says he's got a real question for Double. Okay. Uh, join the Discord. You can uh, talk to Mark. Well, yeah, uh, I'll get him. I'll, how about this? I'll grab Pororo Satan, who has the same kind of like clutch thing. And so yeah, we'll yeah. ask him a couple of the same questions. Okay, cool. Uh, while we do that, I uh, want to give a shout out to uh, Miss K. Uh, Raldios AJ Hockey Four Months, who says, Somehow I keep forgetting to cancel this. That's what I count on. Uh, Real Foxy gifted a sub to League of Emily and Forceful Lunge for the sub. Thank you, everyone, for supporting. It. Peter, can I can I ask you a question, which is kind of just like an iterative point on something that you said in the on the last conversation? Yeah, sure. Because I'm curious about mentality. So, like, the way that you know, like, we used to do it back in the day. I don't know if like your philosophy is different or like the team's philosophy is different. Now it's like when we would go into series and stuff, you practice things and you practice comps and lineups and stuff going into a series, right? And you have things that you're comfortable with. If you mm -hmm. come across a situation like TSM did with Hakuo on Thresh, where maybe it forces you to do something that you haven't practiced a bunch. Mm -hmm. I guess it kind of probably depends on the degree to which it's messing you up, but do you feel like now you, like teams or you guys more in general are still wanting to stick to what you play and what you know, and like you wanna be comfortable with what you're playing on stage, or do you feel like it's, you need to adapt, especially if something is messing you up like that? I think back in the day we didn't have coaches, so right. the player the player that was most affected by it would be like, oh fuck, you know, I don't know what to do. Like I mm -hmm. I'm getting fucked and I want to ban it. But um, now I think the coach is kind of more responsible for that. It's like the sure. coach is the one to decide like, is my player mentally able to to deal with this new thing or mm -hmm. like do we switch it up? So yeah, I mean I don't want to flame song, but like I think it was just his responsibility to be like, I don't think you can play against this for a third time. Like you had two chances. Let's just right. Let's just yeah. ban it. Um, okay, gotcha. Back in the day, though, like, you're right. That's exactly how we did. We were like, oh, well, I don't want to do this shit. Or, like, I yeah, do yeah. want to do it. Yeah, that's that was the thing and why I think the coaches were me because more often than not, a player, I think, would be like, no, we're fine. Like, it's not that good because you have that idea. Like, Thresh isn't a priority pick in the meta. And, like, yeah. it, like I'm not that bad. So, like, let me play against it again. But you need the coach to be like, no, I don't want to risk it. Yeah. Okay, cool. We have Pororo Satan. Yeah, Pororo Satan. Do you say Pororo? Poro. Poro. Do whatever, dude. I'm it's, the character, it's the thing from League of Legends. Poro Satan <laughs> is in the call. Where, where are you calling from, Poro Satan? I'm calling from Syracuse, New York. Syracuse, New York. So you also were a clutch believer. Yes. Um, but it's not fully, and I thought that clutch was going to do well. I expected TSM to implode as it's kind of just customary for them at this point. 
What do you mean customary? I mean, they've made every NLCS final. They have, but I don't think they were actually changing up how the current roster was playing to prepare. If you look at Sven and Mithy when they were in Europe, and I am a huge Mm -hmm. fan of G2, Mm -hmm. Perks would roam down to feed Sven, where when Bjergsen roams, it's to feed Bjergsen. They just do not work well together. Interesting. Mm. Didn't they play really well towards the end of the season? Yeah, both both Bjerg and Sven were like 22-3 and 20 in their last like six games or something or four games. They they had both Sven and him had monstrous stat lines. I mean, I don't want people to take it as me saying, oh, like they're horrible now because obviously they're still pros. They're good at the game. But I don't think that this team was in any way prepared going into this. And maybe it's because of the write off. I mean, I would definitely say that no one was expecting Hakuo to be that good on Thrush. I would say after the second game, though, they should have banned it. Yeah, I feel like this is just a nutty upset. I don't think anyone, if you had to put $1,000 on who's going to win that match, and you had like a fucking, not a time machine, but you go back, I don't think anyone would actually put money on on Clutch winning. I actually did put money on Clutch winning. Hey, those are the odds. Let's go. (laughs) How much money and what were the returns? I put uh, $30 on them and I made back 140. Jesus, it was five to one odds. That's actually better than I expected. (laughs) Very much. (laughs) Um, And I just was not expecting Sven and Mithy to do well. Um, I think that I still think that they're good players, but I think they just play too passive for NA. Like I know that Thrush is not super meta, but I think it's too aggressive than they're used to based on what they see in EU. Uh, kind of following up on that idea, double lift. A lot of people have talked about like the less carry potential in the game right now. And I think it's definitely down, but like how often do you feel like a player is just like on fire for a day or something where it's like, I, I think people, like Hakuho was playing better than average. He was like out of his mind with his hooks. Um, yeah. So like how often do you feel like you, you feel that playing or like either it's a teammate or the guy you're playing against where you're just like, holy shit, this guy's actually playing better today than he has ever played or something like that. Uh, It actually usually happens with my team. It's so weird. Like for impact and Jake or Smithy, especially I'll just be playing with impact. And there was like that Shen game where, we're getting roasted in practice like we i think we just getting dominated like in lcs and in practice and then impact just was like first time shen by the way like i got banned out i need to play something new let's just pick shen never practiced it before he first time on stage in like two months and then he just like basically 1v5 the game and then at that point i was like this is probably the first time in a long time i felt like i'm just getting carried by someone who's like in the zone and then um i guess after that we all started having our moments I never feel like I'm playing against someone who's like untouchable though, except for at Worlds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's um, a different story. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting just because I feel like it's something that people don't talk about. It's hard to talk about in a best of one too, but like on a day yeah. when someone's just like hot, someone's in the zone, like you said, you talk about it in basketball all the time, like someone's locked in, but we don't, I feel like we don't talk about it very much in league because it's very rare that someone gets the same champ three times in a row and shits on three games in a row. Yeah, that's true. Maybe I'm I jack myself off too much here, but I think usually in playoffs, I get in the zone during a set a lot of the time. 
I mean, Kyle Peter, so yeah, he's dying. Games on Saturday, right? Eight inches, by the way. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I would. Um, say, would, you, would you say you were you were in the zone for your like? Because we're talking all about the TSM series. Like you guys three would but it wasn't convincing, and you had like the highest damage numbers by far. And a lot of the games were like you headshotting Jensen over a wall to like stall out a Baron. Like, did you feel like you were on fire on Saturday? Yeah, I felt pretty nuts. Also, I, I think like my teammates were kind of. Like people are gonna flame Ole or maybe even Eugene or Pobelter for like dying randomly, but uh, that could have easily been me. It's like they're kinda like playing risky. They're playing in a in a way where they could get caught if if there's any small mistakes. Mm-hmm. And it's like I'm before I would be the person in that position where it's like I'm putting myself in a risky spot to get farm or to like poke my head out, like possibly look for a kill. And like they're the ones doing that. So I I'm like I was like so in the zone because I feel like the team just plays around me a lot better on Team Liquid. It's like everyone's willing to take risks to help me. So it's like old CLG, you know, like Link, he just, he's on Lulu duty and it, he knows his, no, I'm just kidding. It's just, <laughs> it's just like a really different dynamic than I'm used to. Um, so I, I felt in the zone because I felt like my team was really supporting me, I guess. That helps a lot. I think Haku must have felt the same. He's like, my team's really w- like ready to play with my Thresh because they all believe in me right now. I also think the teams are a lot closer together than anyone was giving them credit for. I think that's part of why I was angry with the analyst deaths, because we had this idea that basically Cloud9, Team Liquid, TSM, they were going to be the best teams and that was just it. And we didn't expect any of the new orgs to do anything, although they all, for the most part, had veteran players. Kobe, uh, Kobe's uh, in Twitch chat. He's trying to get the Discord like really bad. Like, no, I, he said he's tweets, in Discord and he's chilling it. with people, but I don't know what his name is. Okay, yeah, he needs to he needs to tell us. Uh, sorry, continue continue to Shadow's question, and then we'll we'll probably. Have to move uh, on so I guess question. my question would be like, at what part? Because I think definitely at the beginning of the season, that's true. Like we had, no one had Echo Fox, no one had Clutch, no one had Hundred Thieves really high up. I think like the highest like fourth or maybe even third, but I don't remember specifically anyone saying that. So then that's a definitely fair to say, but. By the time well, playoffs and stuff rolled around, I think the, the story, like even week one, I was like, fuck, I was so wrong about Echo Fox. Well, for example, the fact that people, and not just you guys, but the community at large still views Alltech as just basically a second tier ADC. Wait, double if what do you think? <laughs> Alltech's pretty bad. <laughs> if you played against him. You would. Yeah, like, I don't. I don't know. So I, like, it's fine to criticize us for being wrong about the new teams, but like the all tech point is like I don't even know how you can argue that anymore after the collapse in the second half of the season. Well, that that's where I'm just a little confused though, because how do we say that all tech is bad, but then everyone who's on TSM is supposed to be good, but they keep choking immensely? Well, the difference is a bunch of those guys have been to worlds and won won things, and all tech hasn't won shit. But then why would you guys, ex- how would you explain TSM then? They had one bad series. I don't think that was their true skill level at all. And they had a bad series at the exact same time that Clutch had a really insane series. I think if they played a best of 100, TSM would definitely win. I think that that would be fair. And I would also add that I think it's good that the league in NA is actually starting to get good for once. And this is part of why I give the pushback in saying the other teams are bad because I would either say that TSM will not make finals again in spring or they will go to semifinals at Worlds. One of the two will happen. 
That's pretty bold. Oh, I see two Kobe's. All right, I see yeah, yeah. Kobe. What's that? How do you know which one is the right one? Oh, Damn, I was the one is, with the screenshot. Well, I real you, boomer should, you should double check, by the way. I messaged him and tried to ask him what we did today to see, because I saw him today. It's a test. Whatever. Uh, I, Either uh, way. I'm going to voice check him. Okay, cool. Uh, I think Poro's saying that we need to move on to the next caller. Mark's Last question go... for Poro Satan. Are you going to put money down for Clutch versus 100 Thieves, or are you, you flip-flopping too? Previous uh, guy flip Considering that Clutch was carried by uh, their support, and I think Afro is probably the best support right now, I would go 100 Thieves. Wait, slow mode is too slow. How do I change slow modes? You can set it somewhere, but you're bad at I, I'm Twitch. terrible at it. Mods, if you can set like a slower slow mode, that would be or like a dude, let them spam. It's a Twitch faster chat. slow mode. Why? Why? Why you want? We have, we have to spam, dude. All right, Portal Satan. Thank you so much for calling in. Yeah, thanks for calling in, dude. Thanks. thanks Double if what's your favorite emote? Because we can now pull on the Riot broadcast. We can pull Twitch chat and YouTube for like emote spam and stuff. What's your favorite emote to spam? Poggers and Mocha S. Okay. <laughs> then there's no other way that was going. I'm a member of the alt right. Jesus. All right. <laughs> we got Poznot gifted a sub to Kobe. Thank you so much, Poznot. Congratulations, Kobe. Uh, Jordan resubbed. Great dude. Pass the owl has subbed. Tyro Joe subbed, and so did Johnny Blade thirty seven. Really appreciate. It. What's going on? Uh, uh, I'll explain so it to you later, Mark. When you're older. Right, Kobe, Kobe's here. Right. Wait, no, Kobe. What do you think? What do you think? Kobe. 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 Where are you calling from? Huh? Santa Monica, bro. Oh, nice, Santa Monica. And what's uh, how's Santa Monica these days? <laughs> it's great. Great to have you on the show. What do you want to talk about today on the show? Uh, I wanted to talk to Doublelift about his lane opponents for their next matchup. Okay. I'll take an Adrian. Mm -hmm. So I'll take an Adrian during the regular season. Uh, big part of their drop off, they kept banning, uh, you know, Zyra Khan and every, when everyone else was playing it, and they got smashed by it. And then they decided to sub out um, Adrian for Papa Chow for a couple games. Uh, what do you think? Because now I think they are putting Adrian back in. What do you think are Altec and Adrian's like biggest problems as a duo? Like not even including like uh, you know team fights and stuff, just straight up lane phase. Uh, <clears throat> straight up in lane. Well, yeah. I think everyone's most practiced bot lane overall is Zyrak in LCS. It's Zyrakon, hands down. Like I think everyone except for them. Mm has spammed the shit out of that lane because it's really hard to play actually it looks really face roll because you're just like oh i go in with that with rakan but it's actually really tough to play a lot of matchups so um everyone has spammed it it seems like they're they didn't weren't comfortable playing it that's a huge weakness um because that's you know something that everyone kind of needs to to re be really good at and what else i don't know i, I feel like adrian has pretty limited champion pool a lot of the time and he, he like used to make jokes about his champion ocean, but he, he didn't really have one. And I think he gets pretty nervous on stage a lot of the time. I, that's just the feeling that I get from playing against him. He gets he has pretty big nerves, especially in playoffs. What's their biggest weakness? I don't know. They're just not very scary. It's like I'm just playing versus someone. I don't know who it is. I don't. I can't like put a name to it or a strength to it. I, I'm just playing versus these guys. And um, 
It's just, it feels really easy. Uh, like, I guess on the other side, I'll tell you what it's like to play against Ven and Mithy. I can't do anything against Ven and Mithy. I'm pushing them in. I'm doing everything like perfectly, but they're not making any mistakes and I can't do anything. I'm just sitting there in their, in front of their tower, waiting for them to make a mistake and they never make a mistake. So I think that's like how it feels to play against them. It's like an impenetrable wall. I guess Hakuho got like some hooks through that wall, but usually that's <laughs> what it's like to play against that, that duo. They're really good. And uh, it's not, I don't know. When I play against Altec and Adrian, I don't feel anything. Like emotionally, do you feel anything? <laughs> Are you just dead uh, inside? Confidence. <laughs> confidence. <laughs> Would you, if you were um, their coach, because you have to declare only one sub uh, for playoffs and stuff, would you bring Papa Chow or would you bring one of the other ones that they've shown? Like DeMonte was decent in mid lane. I'm actually really shocked. I thought Papa Chow and DeMonte did really good for their debut. So yeah. uh, I don't know what I would do if I was their coach. I guess if I was their coach, I would have been able to fix the problems without making roster changes, or I would have stuck with the roster. I don't know. It's just, it seems weird that he flip flopped. You know, it's like he probably did the roster changes because the problems that they had weren't getting fixed. And then maybe he like tried to use the roster changes as a way to motivate the team or like to get them to agree with him or something. I don't really know what was going on, but it's like, why the fuck did you sub in like these players? And then, and then they did pretty good and then you sub them out. Seems weird. Kobe, I have a question for you. Who do you think whoa, is going to win? That's not how this show works. Who do you what? think is going to... We ask questions to the callers all the time. You never watch this show, Kobe. You don't know. Uh, I'm a long-time fan, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Really? We hang out all the time. You've never brought it up. Uh, whenever, whatever... Or what do you think is going to happen this weekend? Do you think Team Liquid is going to win or 100 Thieves? Or sorry, or Echo Fox? Uh, since Doublelift is here, I think they're definitely going to 3-0 Echo Fox. Okay. So bold. Okay, what do you really think, though? Honestly. I, I'll kick Doublelift, and then you can tell the stream. How about that? <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll take him out of the chat for a second. Do you want me to? I mean, get me out of here. Oh, I think a lot of it hinges uh, on Hooney, uh, because uh, Impact has been doing really well recently, um, but I'm not sure... You know how how Huni's performance is going to change. Huni's playoff is one of the most exciting things, right? Last time, the Lucian and all the epic fail. Uh, so that's pretty much what all my hopes are for. You know, to see what what Huni's going to pull out and if he's going to be able to do anything to impact. Because impact did a good job of absorbing a lot of pressure. Yeah. Anything else to talk about before we say goodbye to Kobe? Nope. Okay. Great job, fellas. Uh, Love the show. Keep up Kobe. the good work. Kobe. Are you a subscriber, Kobe? Yeah. I was gifted a subscription, actually. Kobe. I'm a subscriber as of today. Kobe, who was on the show last week? Remind me. I forget. Uh, you're, you're breaking up. Uh, um, uh, uh. Oh, Eddie's gone. Thank you so much, Kobe, for coming on the show. Really appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, move on to the next caller. Uh, we got, oh, by the way, we got Kalimi Proto has subbed. Thank you, guys. We're on track for 500 sub points. I don't know if we're going to do that. This, I know for, for Double F that means nothing. But for me, that's amazing. It's life-changing. What did they do? What? <laughs> Subs. Oh. Congrats. Thank you. Yeah. You'll only be like... Uh... 20 or 290,000 less than Ninja or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's all we have right now? Yeah. 
Envy is on the show. Uh, Envy, first off, sorry that you didn't make it through the franchising process. Secondly, where are you calling from? Uh, I'm calling from Georgia. Georgia. And what do you want to talk about on the show today? Uh, I want to talk about how, as a C9 fan, I'm actually happy that C9 lost. Really? Okay, this is okay. interesting. Yeah. Go on. Shit, let's go. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> and, well, and tell me. So I, I've been a, a longtime C9 fan, and C9, in my opinion, has always had fantastic rosters. So I am on the bandwagon from the preseason that this Cloud9 roster, I really hope, does not stick around. And I really hope they make a change sooner than later. What don't you like about the roster? Um, if we're being more blunt, I guess. I yeah. think I think Sven Skarin is a good player, but I think he's a waste of an import slot. Like he's not worth the import slot with how valuable they are. And although Licorice didn't really do as bad as most people thought he would. I still don't think it's the right fit either. Double F, do you think that what your boy think? Dennis? Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I just I was wondering, what do you think about um, Sneaky Jensen and Reaper's WoW rating though? Because that's been pretty high this split. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think. Um, uh, wait, wait, I elaborate Dennis, on that. Wait, you didn't see the the Svenskeren interview where he? No, talks I'm about just saying that like I don't know if if other people might have seen it. Oh, okay. For context, Dennis did an interview with Riot where he talked about how. Like midway through the split, he's looked around and Sneaky Jensen and Reaper were playing WoW Arena, and he was like, "Shouldn't we be practicing?" You did this with Riot? Was this with like Avalon? Yeah, this, this was a Riot article. Oh, it's an article. Yeah, yeah. Oh shit, maybe that went over most people's heads. My bad. Um, no, no. But Breaking news here. I think, I, think I, I think what you're saying about about Dennis is is like fair criticism for sure. He's my ex teammate, so I, I feel like I I gotta defend him at least a little bit. Like I see a lot of people flame him. I see why. Like he, he looks really bad when uh when his team is doing bad, I guess. Cause it just looks like he's dying carelessly. But I guess what I will say is like if if no one on the C9 was willing to take risks like Dennis does, then they wouldn't do anything. Like that's how I feel. Like I feel like Jensen and Sneaky are really safe players. They're not real playmakers. Like people make people will say that Jensen and Sneaky are good because they're really clean. They're really solid. They don't die much. They don't. They're not a liability. But I don't think people say like Sneaky and Jensen. They're fucking beast at initiating. They're so good at engaging fights. Like they really make the plays. Um, I think they say like they're really good at dodging stuff and like just playing back. So I think you need a jungler that's willing to take risks. And when when you have Dennis on your team and you're losing, he just looks like he's trolling. But I think what he's really doing is he's like he feels like he needs to engage for the team. Uh, but like their teamwork is just not good enough, I guess, to pull it off. To kind of follow up on, on that point, uh, maybe you can share some insight if you can remember this, but like he looked like he was like Sven almost looked like he was trolling in spring 2016 when you guys had yellow star on that roster on TSM and you weren't in playoffs set up like you were like eighth or whatever and barely making playoffs. And then in summer he looked like a God and you guys went on that insane run. Like, did you feel like his level of play elevated much or like the team started playing better and then he could play this aggressive style uh it's just like we have these super long emotional talks where it's like 
for the longest time, we're like, Dennis, you can't do that. You can't, you can't go in. You can't do this because of that. You can't play this matchup because of these reasons. And it's like, at one point, it was just like a blow up where Dennis was just like, well, I can't do anything. Like, apparently, I can't, like, I can't engage here. Like, I can't play these champions. Like, we can't do this. We can't do that. Like, I feel like we, like, suffocated him. And then, and then, like, the TSM culture, you know, it's like, uh, it's like a stereotype about, like, how it's just Bjergsen and Wards. But, like, it is, like, a very critical culture. So, uh, not like overly critical, but it's critical. And like when when people ta attack you for like making mistakes, it makes it it makes it feel like you can't do anything. Like you can't you have to think everything over a thousand times before you breathe, uh, or like you make any move in game. So I think um, giving like giving your general confidence is really important because like I don't know on Team Liquid we give Jake a lot of support. I guess it's like if he if he thinks we should fight, we're fighting. Like we're all in on it. Nobody's nobody's second guessing. Nobody's like saying like oh i don't think we can win it's like no we're, we're fucking doing this so i think that's something maybe c9 is missing because like that's why it looks like dennis is just it randomly engaging it's like i don't think he has everyone's support i guess behind it can i can i ask a question of the caller as well so if you if you think that sven is not a best utilized import slot do you want a different import jungler or do you want to change out top lane and get an NA jungler. Gotcha. Um, well, so let me say one thing on the last part first, and then I'll answer your question. Mm -hmm. um, when I made that statement, I think Svenskeren is a good player, and I think he is not bad for C9. I just think he's not valuable enough for the import slot. Right. So if he were a resident, then perfectly fine on C9. That's fair. And then... To answer your question, I would say 100% just based off of, uh, you know, previous Cloud9 success is simply playing through top lane. I mean, if you look at Meteos Balls, if you look at, you know, Impact, if you, if you just look at every Cloud9 success, it, it is always a sturdy top laner. So, yeah, I would for sure go look for the import. Like, I would have loved to have seen an NA jungler and Cloud9 to swoop up Huni instead of Echo Fox. Yeah, but they they didn't, nice. so what do you do now? Right. <laughs> but luckily, I am not a team owner. I'm not mm. in a crappy position that Jack is. Well, yeah. rosters yeah. are rather, you know, uh, closed at the moment. But right. Did you hear uh, Jack actually said he's not changing the roster up? Then with all due respect to Jack, he's dumb. But yeah, good go. luck. Well, right? like, <laughs> maybe not dumb, but you don't agree. He's not dumb. Like, yeah, he's yeah, of, yeah. of course he's not a dumb team owner. I mean, look at the success that Cloud9 yeah, has yeah, had. Yeah, yeah. But not changing the roster is a mistake, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, you say that, but then also we don't. It's not like there's a an obvious solution in your mind. So, right. It, it he has to decide. Like he could make it worse, right? What if his team doesn't make it to? playoffs next split but how, right? how do you how do you make it worse right like the only downside is what not making playoffs but yeah in in the current like in the current trend i don't see cloud nine making it to worlds this year so whether you don't make playoffs or you know it, it really doesn't matter this is i mean it's not making it to worlds it no, just doesn't really no matter. respect to you but it does feel a little dire for a team that was like consistently in the top two the entire until the very last day of the split to say, like, there's no chance they can make Worlds right now. Well, a base, 
to be fair, they were doing well based on one meta that surrounded on solely counter picking for Licorice and Licorice playing, you know, a lot more aggressive top laners. And then as soon as it swaps to a tank meta, it looked really abysmal. And the whole PR behind it was they're trying new things, but when does that line stop exactly? Like when is it that they actually have to win games rather than trying new things? Yeah. Because this situation is avoided by simply just winning a couple more regular season games. Yeah. Well, they must have some serious faith in Licorice. That's that's yeah, what I'm getting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's that's probably like on the inside that that's probably what they discussed like, oh, we think Licorice can like super turn it around. Yeah. I mean he's uh, only had one split so far, so Yeah. I, I feel we'll the see. same thing that you do though, that that they did the same thing all split, they didn't change it, and that's why we prepped so hard for the match. It's like I thought they were gonna change it up, you know, and get something get spicy because Licorice was doing the same thing every day or every game and and yeah, they didn't do it. Unfortunate. Thank you uh, so much, Envy, for calling in. Yeah, thank you so much. Have yeah. a good night, guys. Have a good one. And hopefully your Overwatch yeah, thanks, team dude. figures it out. Thanks. <laughs> I think they're Just Overwatch. Team Dallas doing... Fuel there. Yeah, no, they're not doing well. Yeah. Wait, what's wrong with Dallas Fuel? Who's the best There's... Overwatch team? Is it Soul Dynasty? No, it's Shanghai Dragons. No, it's, not it's Excelsior. New York Excelsior. Yeah. Become a big Shanghai Why is it not Soul Dynasty? They have the coolest name. They're the third best team, I think. Holy shit! Uh, Intrepid ninety has subbed. Uh, Jason Nelson twenty four has subbed. Kiwi Mullet Boy subbed and said, "Hey Travis, I just want to shout out everything that Chainsmokers have done from twenty sixteen to the present day." We have day. the entire end of the show for that. All right, let's. JV Kid, Ching Lam. Uh, both subbed absolute fx subbed as well meddling kids this year thank you so much Yo, travis you didn't enable poggers or monkas in your chat i don't even know how to it sounds like there's an extension that i yeah, have to you do download this better twitch tv and you enable it <laughs> i don't I, why do i have viewers, to do this dude this, this sounds like a i, I don't can Net I get a Monkus in the chat for, for this guy not enabling better <laughs> monka s for not enabling monka s <laughs> holy shit are you done yet peter can I have yeah, my Can I have caller. my show back yet? Meddling Kids is here. Meddling Kids, where are you calling from? I'm calling from the Bronx. The Bronx. Okay. And what do you want to talk about on the show tonight? Uh, I just want to talk about how Solo is one of the best value pickups for an NA org this offseason. And you can see it in its current play. Uh, just going off of value, because I think value is kind of subjective. I'm basing a lot of this out of, and we saw this with the last caller, how he's not taking up an import slot. Uh, he's also and especially in top lane where you see a lot of either the top top laners who are in a residence stay on their teams or importing really high level talents which costs a lot of money which solo probably is not making but i can't know that for sure he's also fluent in english and his stats are really okay considering how little resources he's getting and i think that he fits really well in the team that they were building and i don't think that they could have picked up a better player yeah, I think you can work. say, and I, I talk about this, I have an interview with Sebastian Park, uh, who is like the guy that, that runs uh, Clutch coming out tomorrow, but I, in it, I said I feel like he won the offseason because he probably spent the least to get the most. Like, that is a valuable team. Like, talking about Value Town, this is a Trump stream right Value now. Town. Yeah. Ben Not Bro. that Trump, the other Trump. People don't know what Trump you're talking like about, bro. dude. Yeah, it's a Hearthstone Trump. <laughs> 
Smash uh, Park also used to be uh, Archon with Amaz, so yeah. all these Hearthstone things. Yeah. Mark Zimmerman has a double lift. What do you think of... <laughs> That's true. No, I totally agree. I think um, for context, like coming in, I thought Solo, his uh, account name is Resig in Solo Q. I was really shocked that he did not get permabanned over the last few years because he was the biggest tilter I've ever played with and uh, one of the hardest flamers in solo queue. Um, I'm sure eventually one person will dig up all the chat logs, but he he's like literally one of the most toxic people I've ever played just, with. Just um, ask Dominate about it. Dom yeah. hated, like it was so funny. We had a solo on one of our academy teams on TLA and Dom was on TL at the time. And he's like, I refuse to fucking talk to that kid. Like, don't let me see him. I'll beat the shit. Like, yeah. get in a fight. He hated him. One of the most insane flamers I've ever seen, but it was really funny to play like with and against him. Anyways, and then I'm like, holy shit, this guy's gonna be an LCS? Like, wow, like I wonder, you know, like I thought he was gonna do really bad, but I'm, I'm glad he proved me wrong. Like, I think it's cool that he is a reformed flamer. He looks pretty nice in, in person, um, always like smiling, doesn't seem to get tilted, uh, and he's doing good, so. His family shows up to every, I think every single game. It's super cute. It's like the, the new X Smithy. It's really great. Yeah, uh, uh, he actually is really nice on in person. I never, I didn't ever have a problem with him on a team, which was surprising given his solo queue history. I thought he was going to be terrible. And then, like, I interviewed him once for, like, trying out for the team, and he sounded nice, but, like, a lot of shitheads in solo queue sound nice when you interview them, and then you, you put them in a losing situation, and they start flaming. Yeah. But, yeah, I've actually never seen him do that, which is pretty impressive. Peter sounds nice until he starts losing. Per, yeah, case in point. Yeah. The manifesto is coming out. <laughs> oh, I got it. Okay, remind me at the end of the show about that. Okay. We'll forget, but yeah. Twitch chat, maybe <laughs> you can help remember. Set a reminder. Um, so solo suck-off session, is it, is it agreed? No, no that's about yeah, the Dunzo manifesto, turns? I think. No, no, he's just talking about right now. Um, no, I know, but like, what about the caller? Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Is Let there me someone else? Show. I mean, I, I mean, I thought this was going to be a lot hotter take than it actually was. So, uh, yeah. Well, I was, I was going to try and ask: Is there anyone double who you can think of who was a better value pickup this split? Like someone who you didn't me? have. <laughs> okay. I don't want to ask your contract numbers here, but I doubt you were a value. Yeah, 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 yeah. I bet you have a pretty fat contract. They picked me up out of the bargain bin, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. TSM goods. was like, "Does anybody want this? <laughs> we don't really." Yeah. This is kind of just. Like, it's I'm just, in the back of the supermarket with the, you know, yeah. expired stuff. Uh, who's a better value than Solo? Shit. Good question. Better value. Value town. Hakuho. I don't know. No, fuck. I, I can't answer that. Yeah, it's so hard. Who's on 100 Thieves? I can fuck. No, yeah. I, I, I think Solo for sure. Real? No, I was, just, I, was just, I was just throwing names out there, dude. Yeah, yeah. No, Lim- I guess elimination. Me, then. Yeah, elimination. Yeah, that is some depreciating value. Mentally, whoever Kid, sold you. his contract. What? That's, oh, oh meddling kids. Thank you so much for calling to the show. Awesome. See you thank guys. You. Thanks, man. All right, let's uh, turn through some more folks as we move Here, on. I'm gonna, Travis. I'm gonna link you where you go for eboats, man. You really need to get on. Wacky Packy Lips a sub. Thank you so much. Need to get on it. Peter, man. I am not a member of the alt right. I don't want to. Pepe. I think just because you use those emotes doesn't make you a member of the alt right. Oh, shit, really? <laughs> just Dude, just do it. 
you don't enable poggers, then how are you gonna how are you gonna experience why the do you, power? Why, so why do I need to use this extension anyway? I just don't understand. Maybe I'm an old because, man. Because okay, okay, okay. If you have better Twitch TV, you can see poggers, Mocha S, and like uh, Omega Lol, Sour Please, Omega Lol. Like okay. you can see you can see everything. Well, you can the, see. You can see God. <laughs> <laughs> this is a powerful like, extension. I, <laughs> you, I really you impressed by this. You, you I didn't know that the Chrome API is allowed for that kind of thing. No, seriously. And uh, and like you need to enable it manually by by enabling Better Twitch TV on your channel. Listen, biggest double if fan is in the in the call right now. Biggest double if fan, where are you calling from? Eagle Pass, Texas. From where in Texas? Eagle Pass. It's like a small city. You, you won't know it. Eagle Pass. And why are you the biggest double of fan? Uh, I'm not. I just said that to have a better chance of getting in the call. Okay. Well, <laughs> at least. <laughs> I appreciate the name drop, man. Yeah, that's a it's good strategy. We've got the yeah. the callers Work. of this show are getting savvier and savvier. You know. Smart. <laughs> Gotta say, yeah. biggest double of fan. What do you want to talk about on the show? All right, I, I want to talk about um, trash talk in NALCS compared to like traditional sports. Okay, like for example, for in like uh, basketball or football, there's like a lot of shit talking like in person. Like for example, like there's like a lot of like, you know, snatching chains in the NFL. Like if you have like a chain, they just rip it off. And like in basketball, they're constantly bantering. And then it seems like in uh, LCS, everyone's like a nice guy. Like you see Byerfrost energy, like, yeah, they played well, but we played a little better, I guess, you know? Can yeah. can I insert my opinion here on this? I think yeah. a lot of it is actually due to the fact of one, the type of game, and two, the stage setup. You see this a lot in other esports, actually, uh, particularly console esports, like console shooters, where they will line team ups, and the stage setup is so that you're like sitting right across from your opponent, and you can just get up and yell at them, and you see a ton of shit talk in those console esports mid game mid-series you know like if somebody yeah. chokes and stuff it's sometimes in league, inappropriate yeah yeah for sure in league like it's it's very difficult to do so because and i don't think that riot would want to encourage this anyway so it's a mute point but like you're wearing a soundproof headset and you're on different sides of the stage you know um and like also league is not necessarily the same kind of like uh adrenaline rush except for like team fight things whereas like like I don't know the yeah. the experience in like Halo and COD is much more visceral when you're like shooting somebody. Double lift. Know? How much of it do you think is like also just the fact that you guys know each other probably better than any other esport I can think of, where like NL LCS players see each other, see everybody every single weekend, and like have very shared common areas. Um, so yeah. like you, get, you get to know people a lot more, and it's harder yeah. to shit talk someone that you see every weekend. And it's like I bumped into him at a tournament. After talking shit online, and then I yelled at him. On the other side of it, Mark, you see them, and if you really hate somebody, then it festers even more and more, and you can't get away from them. You're like, God, I just can't wait to fucking destroy this kid. Yeah, but I agree with you. I think you just don't want to make any enemies, or else you might be out of a job. You know, if someone hates you, you, you might get, like, you know, oh, that's a good team, point. And then, yeah. and then you, you have one less opportunity. Um, but anyways... That doesn't really matter. I, that's probably the same in other esports too, and like re regular sports. Yeah, I don't know. I think we're all just sports. at first we're just like really uh, awkward virgins. You know, we don't want to <laughs> make enemies. Not enough chads. Is that what you? Yeah, we don't. We don't have any chads. 
Except now. We have yeah, okay. we have some. I mean, TSM trash talked a lot. Like they talked, they trash talked before the start of the split. Yeah. Uh, in fact, they trash talked so much that like Brixen apologized because he was like kind of mean to Biofrost. No, but like I think the caller is talking about like more yeah. in, in, more personal stuff, like in your face, more in well, your face stuff. Yeah, less and like, like hey, here's a tweet and here's a feature that someone said something, and it's like yeah. none of it seems organic. Yeah. Yeah. And another thing is like in game, like why why can't we like right. see some like in game BM? Like for example, sh- uh, impacts popping off on Shin. Like, why can't they give us, like, a, a a penguin dab or something, you know? Like they don't have those enabled on, on Tournament Realm. But, yeah, oh, we should really? be able to penguin dab. Fuck. You're right, man. Or like, bring that up. Yeah, I can see all chat, and you see, like, Impact, like, flaming the shit out of the enemy top laner. <laughs> there there was actually, like, rules about all chat. Like, I, I played in tournaments back in the day when you could type in all chat. And, like, I remember I played against Fnatic, and then I died to Xpeke, and he said, best AD down, XD. Yes, that, that'd be so yeah. hypey. That would be fucking hilarious if it happened now. Like, but I think what they, they, like, disabled all chat. Like, you can't type shit in all chat because oh. I don't know why. I actually... I don't even know if that rule is still in effect, but I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah, Riot oh. definitely does not want that stuff. Yeah. Riot mm-hmm. Maybe they just don't want to promote. Game. They probably just don't want to promote, like, a really toxic, at, like, atmosphere, I guess, yeah. for their game. But they don't want this to turn into Overwatch. If everyone, because if everyone was an asshole, <laughs> no like, pepes, please. it might discourage new players from buying RP. Uh, (laughs) 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 do you think do you think they've gone too far in the other direction double if like i think so i think i think a lot of fans feel that way but as a pro player do you feel like you wish there was more of that stuff or are you kind of happy with the current like environment where it is more pleasant it's not really right i think it's this community like if if concert tweets i don't know like uh, like I guess a good example is yeah, Hauser tweets. I can see Clutch shaking in their, or I can he- feel them shaking their in their boots in next door. Then he loses. He's gonna have to see people bring that up in, in his face every fucking day for two years for the rest of his career. Literally for the rest of his career, people are gonna bring this up, and um, it's like gonna Jensen make him feel bad. Faker. But I, what's that? Like Jensen clapping faker. Like yeah, yeah, exactly. Just like that. It's like I, I guess our lives are a lot more online. So like in. When you're a fucking football player, I'm guessing you don't go on Twitter and like read all the hate mail every day because you're probably busy. But like we spend all of our lives online, so people can just like heckle us about that stuff nonstop, and then like we're always exposed to it. Maybe in the future, esports players just won't use social media as much, and then they won't care about the repercussions. As much. Also, on the field, what you say is like not public for everybody to hear or discern. Like sometimes they make up players and stuff, yeah. but. Largely, like a lot of the shit that goes on is like, you know, unheard, unspoken from oh, the God. general audience. F- so funny story. Oh, well, I don't know if I should tell the story. But anyways, in basketball in particular, <laughs> Kevin Garnett is like this unbelievable trash talker. And just like some of the stories that have come out about shittiest yes. is like yes. so fucked up. It's like he's actually engaging in mental warfare while yes. playing basketball. And everyone hates like everyone hates him until he's on his team. And like... <laughs> It, it's it's just so funny some of the stories i won't get into because they actually are kind of fucked up but it's great uh, as it's, i can understand why it's not in lcs though it's interesting because again like this always happens mark blows me up for it but i did an interview with steve it's the one that's uh, out right now it's on the the subreddit and on the channel and he was saying he, part of the reason he is enjoying the shit talk with uh, jack is because he feels like there's not enough of it in the scene and he wants there to be more of it and 
Uh, and then it was really funny because then people in the Twitch chat were, or sorry, in the YouTube comments were blowing him up because he said Clutch is bad. And I'm like, guys, like, he, yes, they lost, but like it, I don't know. We already talked about this. I just, I think it's interesting. Even, even uh, Steve and some of the owners, I think, are trying to kind of bring some of it back in. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I think uh, it's it's tough that the community is like, how could you like ah, see you're wrong as opposed to just like, oh, huh? Yeah. Thank you yeah. so much. Yo, okay. oh, go ahead. Oh, one last thing. One last thing. What do you what would you guys think if there was a game four of our series? And I was like, Jensen, you're looking you're looking nervous or like Jensen, nice Orioles or something like that dude, backstage. And it got broadcasted I, to everyone. As a fan, I, I would love that shit, dude. Like it would make you want to watch the game. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I feel like it but would be bad for lost? Peter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'm it's high risk, high reward. Either way, it's a better story. Like, dude, the fucking yeah. Reggie Miller, Spike Lee shit. Were like, like they were losing, and then Spike Lee's like, "You're fucking choking," and all this. And then Reggie Miller goes out and just like fucking shoots like a billion percent, and then goes back to Spike Lee and does the choking thing again. Like, that's just such a great story. And like, I would love yeah. if you talk that shit and either you you destroy Jensen the rest of the series, or Jensen then is like, "Man, fuck this kid." and then destroys you and then talks more shit back. Like, either way, as a viewer, I am more entertained than I was if you didn't do it. Very good. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show, Biggest Double F Fan. Uh, I'm not sure if I approve of your strategy, but it works, so congratulations. Yeah. Thanks. Doing it next time. See ya. <laughs> Confirmed new strategy for Hotline League. Just make shit up. Yeah. Get on. Who cares? Uh, no repercussions. Lulu Lamperidge. Uh, donated 5,000 bits and said, really happy to see your new show, Hotline Damn. League, at Double F Peter. Uh, smiley face. Keep up the good work. Uh, the Human Crab subbed Dodo 8. Lou Lampridge coming back in with the sub. Boba Cola, 500 bits. And also thank you, Boba Cola, for the wish list uh, stuff. Came in the mail today. Uh, Fahelium subbed. And then Laodo99 resubbed and said, it's really interesting how the semifinal match of TL versus Fox is basically 2016 IMT versus 2017 IMT. Interesting. I really thought about that. Space Pope 20K is on the show right now. <laughs> Space Pope 20K, another great name. Where are you calling from? Presumably space, hey. but. <laughs> yeah, not, not space, unfortunately. Oh, um, from Flint, Michigan. Flint, Michigan. And what, isn't that where? Yeah. Michael, it's, it's rough over here. It gets weird. Don't worry about it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Space Pope 20K. What do you want to talk about in the show besides Flint, Michigan? All right. So first of all, uh, first time caller, uh, but I've watched every episode of the show so far. It's great. Hey, congrats. Thank and you. Kelby, I'm happy you're on here, man. You and Kobe, fun. apparently. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so I've been saying since the preseason, I actually tried to get onto one of the earlier episodes, like at the very start, that... Um, Reginald was claiming that this, that the, the last season of TSM, like with you, Double Lift, and with Vincent and with Dennis or Biofrost and Sunscarin, that it was not a world's caliber team, right? And here we are with his world's now team, and it's like Mike Young didn't know how to jungle for the first four games. <laughs> kind of true. So, um, I mean, and he's a pro, of course he knows, but it's like I feel as though the world's. Um, the world's now team mentality that he had, like, obviously you have to win NA first, but like, I've been a TSM fan since like season one with like Chaos and Dyrus and everything, you know, and to, to be now in season eight, like I've been supporting both CLG and team liquid because you and bio have been like my favorite bot, uh, bot lane throughout all this. 
and like Reggie's tears are gonna be so delicious. Like I'm just I was on Twitter like ready for it as soon as they lost. <laughs> Damn, they they were pretty delicious. I gotta this, say, this situation like uh, so I'll harken back to what you were saying. I remember Peter, are you on, picking like, one your of the teeth live on the show right now. <laughs> My bad. I'll do it later. Okay. That's probably a good <laughs> idea. Don't let Travis shame you, all right? On, Sorry, Kelly, On one continue. of the preseason episodes, I shared this exact same sentiment with, with you, or uh, you obviously weren't on the show, but I shared it on this, on this show where I thought that this was potentially the first time that Reggie was making a roster move that could come back and really bite him in the butt. And the thing that I was thinking about that I'm really glad Peter's on to share with is like this situation read so reminiscent to me of something that CLG experienced going from season two to season three, where literally Peter, I don't remember, know if you remember this, but I remember this very distinct conversation where we were talking about expectations for season three. And you said to me verbatim, you don't understand how free NA is going to be. Like the only thing that matters is how well we're going to do at worlds. Cause we want to be a world's competitive team. And that was like the, the ethos that kind of bled through our team at the start of season three, where like we didn't respect the region at all. We took for granted that we were going to be the best team in NA. And like, we had some like Rocky first weeks, I think when LCS was starting up, but we were like, it doesn't matter. We'll get back on track. Like we're way better than everybody else. And I'm not saying this is necessarily the exact same thing that's going on in TSM, but like it reads a lot to me that way where you feel like your team and in TSM's case, like had proven for a pretty consistent period of time that like they could just smash an a granted with Peter and Sven and bio on the team. Like we need to go to the next level. We've eclipsed this and you overshoot a little bit and you make a really big change and take for granted that you'll just be able to keep the same level of consistency and then upgrade, which is it's like, you can't just take it for granted. And yeah. I, it's maybe is now biting them in the butt because the other thing that I brought up as well, and I'll stop after this rambling, but like when you release NA talent back into that region, you have to compete against them. You, you release the, whole the best got better for it. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You release the best player in the history of the U S back onto one of your rivals. Damn. It's, it's true. <laughs> like it is objectively true. Like, okay. That's okay. That's, that's subjective. I can't say it's objectively true, but in my opinion, oh, it's true. Like certainly uh, one of the best players in one of the best Western ADCs who's like still performing very well. And by not even a top well three ADC, by the way, was <laughs> yeah, it Cody? Yeah, Sun? Tell me, did you see the all-star? Was it sneaky? Yeah, was yeah. it Sven? For sure. And then I watched the quarterfinals in which Peter didn't die once. So, you know, that that pans out. Um, but yeah, like it's just like it's one of those situations and we will ultimately see whether or not TSM can get it back together in summer split. But like it's really scary when you when you do something like that, when you when you just like maybe reach a little bit too far and take for granted what you already have. Yeah, yeah. Reggie actually has a tweet from yesterday where he said, I slash we took winning NA for granted. How do we go for worlds when we can't win NA? So right. yeah. I think uh whether or not that's so due whether it's due to like roster moves or just actual attitude of how yeah. the team was practicing or something, who knows what he's referencing, but definitely the case. Yeah, that's so perfectly sums up like the regret, I guess, the mentality. I think the the memory that you had where we're talking about like oh we're so much better than everyone else like we're we're definitely world class like it's gonna yeah. be a cakewalk like we're yeah we're already thinking about the next thing it's like that's such a classic like hubris thing i'm sure there's like a billion fucking like 
stories, novels, whatever about this like classic arrogance mistake. And uh, I, yeah, definitely looks like TSM kind of had it. I think it was subconscious. So I don't think like the team is like, oh, we're definitely going to make worlds. So let's only focus on on being like top four at worlds or whatever. I think like, mm -hmm. but subconsciously they they're like, oh, dude, our parts like the parts of our team are so insane individually. Like, like we are definitely better than everyone else. We just we're just waiting for our time to shine or whatever. They get too comfortable. I think that's, yeah, that's really exactly what happened. Just getting too comfortable. Do you, right. are you concerned at all that like this now gives them the perfect wake up call to become that monstrous team that everyone thought they could be? Or are you just like, nah, fuck them. Wait, well, do, I do I think that this team was going to be beast? Oh, no, I'm saying like now that they have lost for the first time ever, not in finals, do you actually think that this then gives them the perfect wake up call to like, be monsters in summer and for worlds and stuff. Yeah, I think it's pretty good. Mom, not the perfect wake up call. Um, because they, they're not, they don't have a chance to play the rest of playoffs or even MSI, yeah. but a good one. Yeah. If uh, there's a moment for it to happen for them, it's, it's now. Peter, so, you uh, know, Andy, do you think that there will be some sort of change with TSM in the off season or in the break? No, I don't think so. I feel like if I was part of that org, I'd say just one split. Um, they gave, you know, the roster that I was on, they gave our roster two years, two worlds of of chances. And that one, it's like you could chalk it up to, oh, we had one bad set. Like, why make if you take the po like positive, optimistic approach, you could just say, oh, one bad one fluke. Uh, we're we're going to get him next time. So this is a, a big part of my criticism with Reginald on this too. Cause again, like I'm not just a longtime TSM fan to just fair weather jump ship. Um, I feel like if you're saying, Hey, we don't think this is the roster that win world that will win worlds. So here's our long-term approach. Let's bring in a veteran shot caller and like established duo and bot lane groom this, you know, potential NA talent jungler. That's a different expression. But when you say in the preseason, this is our world's now team. Like, I just don't agree. Like, at best, um, Sven and Mithy are a side grade to the bot lane that they had. Like, at best. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they have experience, and Bio is still new, but Bio's still getting better. Like, still. So, um, to, for me, to say we have a win now, worlds now team, if you're going to spend both of your imports on a bot lane, this is a question I have for you guys. Why not reach out to Prey and Gorilla, who were interviewed at All-Stars, and said they would love to come to NA? Language barrier. Yeah. Yeah. I know Reggie has always been against mixed communication. And I mean, especially once, like in the past, they had mixed communication, right? And then it, w it became a bit of an issue. So, yeah. Well, since since then, I guess I know yeah. when the bigger wave of talent started coming in. Yeah. I think that's why he wouldn't do it. Why is everyone spamming a stupid double of meme? This is what pits slow chat on, guys. Dude, I just let Twitch chat spam. Are you actually yeah, reading Travis. Twitch chat? Didn't know you're the fun police over here. I would yeah. say you referenced one thing from Twitch chat today. I got Kobe came on the show because of it. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> hmm. Space well, for 20k. I'm, so, I'm sorry you have to be here for this violent moment. Peter, were you going to say something? I think Tim's roster could do good. They just had a really unfortunate end to the split, but I mean... What it's like to play versus Sven and Mithy and what it's like to play versus every other bot lane in NA, it's like I would I feel like I I look like I'm playing pretty well right now to the viewers or whatever, but up until this point, like 
we were just getting spanked by Sven and Mithy. They were so good. Um, I think they really elevated the region a lot. Like, I think if Apollo and Hago didn't scrim against them so much, they, you know, and that, that was the first time they ever met, that wouldn't have happened. They're pretty good. I'm not saying that they're an upgrade, but they're fucking good. Very good. Well, thank I, I have you. to agree. I mean, it's it's definitely apparent that they're good. I mean, they had such long-term success with G2. And that is a good point you make where um, you're seeing people like Apollo and Hakuo, right, getting what is like simulated world's experience playing against international talent like Sven and Mithy, which they've never played against before. Yeah. Thank you so much for calling in, Space Pope. Dude, thanks for having me, you guys. Yeah. Thanks, dude. Hey, Double, if had you know the origin of that meme, like the Alex 19 thing? Yeah, the Alex 19, of course, okay. dude. Okay, I didn't know if it was just like, oh, man, this is such a great copy pasta about me. <laughs> they even added a special part just for me and his haircut. Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> I'm going to go. have to go back and read this spam. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, not, it's not pretty. Um, it's, not, we, it's literally the entire chat now. Bob donated uh, five dollars and says, "Travis, why didn't you drop the anchor?" I don't know what that's a reference to. And uh, exponential. Oh, has I know what that's a reference well. to. Peter blew up Frosty, the ship because he wouldn't drop the anchor and fucking drop that me anchor, up. baby. Frosty, uh, listen, I'm sorry, Frosty, you had to join at this time. There's a lot of hostility. No, that's right. That's right. Where are you? Where are you calling from? It sounds like not nearby. Atlantis. Um, no, it's not. It's actually, I'm <laughs> calling from Cape Town, South Africa. From South Africa? Man. Holy moly. Holy I think you're shit. definitely, you might be the furthest away from us we've ever had somebody call. I think New Zealand is definitely closer than South, uh, Cape Town. What uh, What do you want to talk about on the show? Ew, sorry, there's an incredibly heavy lag on this. I, mean, I imagine. Doing some strange things. Say, say um, your thing. Go for it. Anyway, yeah, so what I wanted to talk about is as an outsider with no affiliation to America and NALCS is that I really enjoy watching this content that is output because of the interpersonal rivalries and the storylines between players because there's just so much great stuff to follow and a lot of appeal to viewers since it differentiates an NA from other regions. So you see things like Jensen versus Bjergsen, Sneaky in the memes, Double Lift versus every team that he was previously on, Dardoch and the implosion or lack of implosion on Echo Fox. Is Rainover a strong independent jungler who doesn't need no Huni? That sort of thing. Yeah, you're really up to date on all this stuff. You follow the league well. I, I, like, uh, I like that I point mean, because I... Um, I, I mentioned this once, I think, on GLT or something about how EU kind of blew itself up for a little while because they lost all of that. Um, and if you go back and look at, like, legacy players, and I don't know how true this is anymore. This was in Season 7, I think. Uh, but NA had, like, 10 players who had been playing since Season 3 or Season 4, and EU had, like, 3 or something. And so I think having long-term, especially, like, the superstar players, like Double if still in the league, Bjergsen, whatever, afro like all that is huge for like maintaining fan interest uh because that gives time for like the newer players to become quote unquote famous or whatever you want to say uh, and i think it's something that eu lost because like g2 and Fnatic and all those like legendary players or i guess Fnatic origin sk like all those players just disappeared yeah mark you mentioned eu lcs and i had an involuntary yawn that just happened holy <laughs> moly Double, how much eu have you watched this year legit none it's so boring <laughs> yeah no i can't do it 
Yeah, no, legitimately. That being said, the only sort of things you see when you tuning into the ELCS in terms of the consistent storylines are like, so as on a dog champ or the fact that Gilius doesn't know what the smite key is or Kasig laughing all the time. Yeah, they're just grasping at straws, dude. I love that Twitch chat is just spamming NALCS waiting room when ELCS is going on because this is so it's so funny. I mean, I feel bad for the ELCS players, but it's it's true. Yeah, I don't know. I their their viewership does really well though. They've been they've been getting strong viewership this split, right? Are you? I think it's like less than half of a ninja stream is usually what they average. You're not counting the <laughs> other the other languages. <laughs> Not counting the other languages. I mean, in NALCS, our viewership has been slipping too. I don't think that we can throw stones at anybody. Yeah, but at least we're like, you know, 1.25 an inch stream, you know? <laughs> yeah. Dude, it's actually 100K watching on YouTube. So it's like Twitch, and then you go over on YouTube, and it's like usually between 80 and like 120K. Not I mean,. To be fair, the, uh, like NA had 255 on Twitch. I wasn't tracking it super closely, but for that TL CSM loss, they had 255 on Twitch. I don't know what it had on YouTube. So. At least 100. I was watching on YouTube. At least 100. Yeah, so that was versus, that was a lot. I watched. I looked wow. at it. I looked at an EU, and it was 50k for. And that's all series. you got to see before your eyes closed when you're knocked out cold. <laughs> it's a miracle I remember. <laughs> like I didn't fall down and get a concussion. Be like, what, what happened? What do you find so boring about EU LCS, Peter? I'm curious. Because shit-talking is fun, but I'm just curious. I, I just... I don't know. I think it's a lot of small reasons. It, part of it is that not every player is like totally fluent in English, which means they can't express themselves as easily. It's like they can use the same same words that everyone knows, very basic English. If you're fluent, you can articulate, articulate yourself a lot more as I choke on my words. Um, and like, I guess you feel a lot more connected to someone if they're fluent, you know? Uh, like the culture is there, but I don't know what it is. I feel like you're, you know, Europe has a larger player base, so you can't even really say that they have like less players to pull from, uh, like viewers to pull from. I think they are just not as interesting. I guess their their play style is really their play style and personality is not that interesting. Also, in NA, everyone streams or everyone used to stream. Oh, now don't Kelby's gonna go on his rant now. No, it's the just the power it's of Twitch. No, Kelby in the past has gone on streaming rants where he says people in Europe don't stream enough. I mean, they, they don't. They never have. Dude, Kelby had the fattest influence ever on me. He told me, you're only going to be doing this shit for a really tiny portion of your life. If you have any free time at all, just spend it streaming because this is your biggest opportunity. This is your biggest window to make it big and like make a lot of money, make a lot of fans, like make a legacy. So when yeah. I first joined CLG and Kelby told me that, I was like, holy shit, I need, if I'm not sleeping... Then I'm gonna be streaming. Yeah, and he was like, "Don't even practice for worlds. Just, yeah. just stream on 3D TV. You know, whatever it takes." Frosty, Look, what do you? Some bets you, you lose. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mark, you were saying. Yeah, what do you think for for like why you you personally don't find EU as interesting? You mentioned like the interpersonal like kind of rivalries of the players. Is there anything else? Um, I mean, so I, when, when I've been playing League, I play on EU West, so I have far more affiliation to the server, but watching the pro scene, like, it's just dead, quite frankly. And also just looking at the way that, like, 
I know this sounds like a, a bit like I'm sucking up, but I just love the American casters far more than the European ones. Yeah. Like, Vidius is kind of funny, and Deficio, he, he does the things. But just in terms of the personalities, in terms of having the um, the desk, the analyst desk, and the shot casters, I just, it's a far more engaging environment. Right. I think that's actually something that I haven't given enough credit to personally in the past, as well as, especially now that they don't have Mitch there. Uh, that I think that NA broadcast talent has been, yeah, much better for a longer period of time. Although that being said, he did sub in for one game, so got to give him credit there. Yeah, I think that a lot of the reason that LCK and OGN blew up is because Monty and Doa were really great on broadcast as much as, you know, uh, some people, I, I thought they were super awesome. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. No, what are no. you going to say, Peter? No, uh, it's looking at Travis right now. He's looking like someone just he saw a ghost. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I I'm looking like I, I saw a ghost because I look at you say Kelby says that and I look at Peter and I just wait for him to start making an expression. I totally no no no. I actually totally I never thought about that at all. That's such a good point. Like pros from our perspective, like when we watch streams, we usually mute it because we can't stand hearing the casters talk. But right. like when Jad is on, like. I actually listen to him and I enjoy hearing what he says. I don't know why his voice is, it's like fucking like silk and he usually says smart stuff and he says it in an interesting way. And like, I like listening to Jat and I like listening to Monty and Doe. And then I couldn't listen to any of the EU casters cause yeah, they just, they're just really weird. I don't know. I guess they're just not for me, but I'm glad I'm not in this, you know, the only one in that boat. Hey Frosty, uh, how, do, how are you able to watch or how difficult is it for you to follow all this stuff from Cape Town? Um, I mean, quite frankly, I have to stay up until about midnight to catch the start of NALCS and then yeah. EU sort of is starts at like, I think it's 8.30, my side, PM. So it's a bit of a struggle, but I mean, I, I enjoy catching it live. And if not, I've always got the VODs. So. Yeah. What, uh, what time is it there right now? Pardon, sorry? What time is it there right now? It's uh, seven minutes to seven in the morning. Okay. Damn, so Holy you're up early. Shit. You have an interesting sleep schedule, Frosty. I, I actually didn't go to sleep last night. I've been crafting. <laughs> well, uh, no, no, I'm at varsity, so, you know, all the late night assignments, got to do what you got to do. Yeah, exactly. What's varsity? University. Uh, it's uni university, uh, college for you guys. Yeah. Oh. Gotcha. Yo, by the way, you sound like a Chad. Like, just, I'm just saying, I feel like you're a Chad. <laughs> Dude, go, go, Your become voice. a caster. <laughs> Thanks, oh, man. I appreciate it. Thank you, Frosty. Really appreciate the call in. Um, yeah, thanks. Before you. I go, can I can I just do a quick shout out? Sure, as long as it's not. Uh, sorry, is it the chain smokers? I was about to say, sorry, Kelby is not a chain smokers shout out. Um, but just two things. One, shout out to the Australian cricket team. They almost got one over on the South African boys, but not quite. And then hashtag give South Africa a server. Thank you very much, gents. It's been a pleasure. What a great South yeah. African shout out. Thank you so much. Thanks, dude. Thank you. We have the nicest callers. That, that guy has to play on, on the EU West. Yeah, holy shit. From South like Africa? Mm. Yeah, that's got to be rough. Jesus. Uh, let's see. Uh, XX Shadowbolt 32XX sub, Sham 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 sub, Erebus Reaper sub, uh, Shadow Crady donated $5. Says, quick, fun question for the whole squad. If you had to have one, which import jungler would you prefer, Rush or Levi? Rush. Uh, Rush. 
Crave zero during ten dollars says, "Can you please uh, stream see if things after this?" No, because I have to run. Healer, healer, healer subbed, and X Bellix uh, sent some cash as well. So thank you so much. Waiting on this. The Sea of Thieves uh, stream was pretty fun. I'm glad people enjoyed that. It's a fun game. I don't know if it's worth sixty bucks, but it was fun to play with all of us on it. How uh, how you doing, Peter? We got about five minutes left. I think I'm gonna. Oh, there's only five minutes left. Yeah. Thank God. Oh, that was a little rude, Peter. I oh, know. No, I'm sorry. I'm just tired. Yeah. Mark is uh, in some heated debates. By the way, we are 16 sub points away from 500, which would be the most I've ever had. So, uh, if anybody wants to help us hit that, um, Chad is going crazy. I don't know why. Oh, Hype Norris is here. Hype Norris, how are you? Hi. Where are you calling from? I'm calling from Moscow, Russia. From Moscow, Russia. Holy moly! This keeps getting crazier and crazier. What do you? What would you like to talk about, Hypnoris? Well, I just wanted to talk about TSM. We gonna peak at summer strategy. Rich just said that TSM practiced for spring split less than other teams. So I follow competitively basically from the beginning, but I never ever heard any team talking about things like oh we are so burned out because we practice so much for the spring and now it's summer and we are done so well personally i think they can take both splits equally seriously without any problems so i wonder what do you guys think about this burnout problem does it really exist will tsm crush the summer split because they are playing something like 4d chess while others play checkers <laughs> thank you Norris. Uh, great question so i i didn't catch this but i guess it sounds like reggie said that they were going to try to not get burned out in the spring split so that they rate it for summer uh peter yeah. what do you think of the uh sort of sorry was that it Hypnoris? uh basically i confirmed that uh reggie said that they started practicing uh, later oh, than okay. other teams. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. So that they didn't get burnt out. So Peter, what do you think of burnout and sort of that whole circumstance? And, and it does it make sense that somebody could be like that? It, you should try to maybe have like a slower start to your spring because you don't want to get burnt out for the summer. Um, hmm. Is it real? Yeah, I'd say it's like a real thing to think about, but... I get like my okay TSM they have like Bjergsen and oh and Hanser and Sven and Mithy they all played both splits they played MSI between like the one year before season seven they played both splits they played MSI the full playoffs for both and they went to Worlds and then the next season started and just like me after Worlds they had one month which sounds like a lot of time off but for some reason it's not enough but they had one month to get ready for the next split before like practice started or whatever. And for me, that one month was definitely like, it was rough to just cope with uh, starting so quickly because other teams like, you know, Team Liquid, they didn't make playoffs. They're playing in relegations and shit. So they were off for like three months while I was in playoffs and like going to Worlds and then coming back from that. And it's like, uh, I think it's kind of legit that they started later 
to to like avoid burnout. I think they just kind of give you like that that kind of crappy reason, like you said, like oh, it's to avoid burnout. It's it's that's just the reason why we started later. But if they if they try to use that as an excuse, I didn't see that they did. But if they try to use that as an excuse for like oh, we didn't try that hard this split, that's why we lost. That's kind of like that doesn't really make sense because at at the end of the at the end of the split, it's not the team that practiced one more week or two more weeks that made a difference. It's the team that practiced smarter you know like not more time they just put more effort and energy into it hmm. uh kind of following up on the, the burnout point like you can tell me if this is how it was for you but i imagine that it's not quite like a month completely off either like you just a period of time where like you're in discussions with your management your your teams like other teams around you potentially you're still thinking about like your future and it's not quite like i went to Thailand for a month or something always sponsor requests. Yeah. Yep. Like other things pop up. So it's not quite like an actual month off. Plus, like you said, you probably have some time to like almost mourn or grieve the fact that you lost or whatever it is. And there's, there's a whole host of things that you just don't like one month is probably not enough time to do. Yeah. Yeah. You, exactly. you get three weeks in and then your fourth week, you're like, wow, I'm back to the another 10 months in one week. Well, how am I going to spend this one week? <laughs> Yeah, but thank you so much uh, for the call. No, sorry we can't have you on longer, but I really appreciate you calling in from Russia. That's crazy. Well, I was going to ask who we voted for in the U.S. election. <laughs> thank you, thank you, Hypnoris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, once again, can you repeat the question? Kelby? No, no, Kelby was just calling you. I was just making a joke. Don't don't worry about it. Thank you though. I was making a U.S. politics oh, joke. I see. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Peter? Oh shit, I turned off Skype. You did, yeah, bring your webcam back. We have one more call and then you can go. I like that oh. picture of me. Yeah. Noah. Gonna leave, gonna leave it for the end. Noah, thank you so much. Where are you calling from? Uh, I'm calling from Georgia. Georgia. Okay, I'm going to turn you down a little bit. The last time you oh. called in, because uh, I know you Yeah, I had my volume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Congratulations on the upgraded microphone, which I guess is what's occurred since the last time you I were just on. have it really close to my face. Okay, well, thank you. Uh, thank you for calling in. What do you want to talk about? Um, I wanted to talk about uh, specifically for doublelift, but I guess it uh, it's for everyone too. Um, how do you deal with like the immense pressure you get from like social media and just being so popular in general? Uh, I know it's known to sometimes affect performance. I know Spence Garrett's talked about it some, but uh, I just wanted to know how it affects you like day to day basis. Is there anything you do differently to try and like mitigate the pressure that you would um? Uh, get from like social media I tried not to look at it after loss um, actually after a while I just stopped respecting people's opinions that like I stopped caring about people's opinions that I didn't respect you know like why do I respect the opinion of like you know someone on Twitter I don't know this person I don't know like how educated they are like not I guess education doesn't matter but like I, I just don't know them personally but I do respect like I put a lot more stock in uh not on social media but like on the relationships i have with like my friends and my mm -hmm. teammates so like if i can get my teammates to like really respect me and feel yeah. like i'm like someone on their side and like we're working to win then that's like a lot more important to me than before before i would just like check check reddit i'd fucking google my name every day i'd be like i remember that trying you, to make you the google next highlight video League of Legends forums, the old school yeah. like when you were living with me you would you would search your name on the League of Legends forums and see what people were talking about Cause it's insane, dude. It's the first time that I'm famous and I'm, yeah. I'm like growing up, I'm fucking like Asian nerd, no friends. Like 
never had a girlfriend like now i'm a god like to some people i'm like oh my god they think i'm amazing like it's i want to know what they think about me so yeah i kept looking it up and then i think a lot of pros are the same way they they come from the same background as me like low self-esteem so they play video games instead of go out and play sports and then they just kind of luck out or they get opportunity to be a pro and then they really take stock in like what people say about them online but i think it's just with experience you know like with whiz with like long experience you get like more wise about it you don't you don't care as much because yeah. after a while people started shooting on me and it's like oh wait maybe i shouldn't do this yeah i honestly like nobody really knows what you go through or the intense like all of the shit you do like all the time uh i don't think anybody has the experience or anything to judge you or say what you should have done what you could have done they don't go through that so I it's don't like think the I will dominate is statement. You have to be a coach or what challenge or diamond or challenge. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Or an analyst. Or you an don't, analyst, can't have yeah. an opinion. Yeah. yeah. It, um, it's pretty true. I, I, I would agree with Dom there. Yeah. The, well, the only so, people who know what being a pro player is like are pro players. That is literally the exclusive group. Nobody else knows what it takes to get there. Artosis has a great quote about it where like people talk all the time like, oh, you know, if I would have had a break or blah, 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 like I could have gone pro. The only people who know that they could go pro are pro players. There is nobody else outside of that group. Yeah, and, and to kind of chime in about, like, people not having an opinion, I think, like, the problem is people should have an opinion. Like, fans should have a place where they can share their thoughts and stuff. The problem is not that they have that place. It's that this, it's the same place that pros go to. <laughs> like, the problem is, like, if, if a pro wants to, like, read about stuff going on in the scene, they go to Reddit or, or something, and that's the same place where all these people who, like Double said, probably aren't super qualified to have a, a thousand upvoted comment, have a thousand upvoted comment that the pro then sees as, like, the, the most common thing. And that's that's where I think a lot of the, like, I don't know, tension or, or issues come from is, like, I think fans should have opinions. Like, fans, sh like, that's what makes the sport great. Yeah. But it's not on the pros to care. Right, yeah, yeah. the pro, the pro, like, the, I think, I forget who said it, but someone said, like, if you believe somebody when you tell you that, when you believe, if you believe someone when they tell you you're great, you're going to believe them when they tell you you're shit. So, like, the problem is if you go on Reddit when you're hulking out and you, you care what people think and it actually gives you, like, that endorphin kick or whatever the fuck, dopamine, that you're great, like, yeah. when you go there later and you played bad and they shit on you, you're going to get the exact same opposite feeling. Yeah. Yeah. It's so addictive too. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I was gonna say I was like I was gonna plug Mark Zimmerman. There should be more content around. I feel like there's not enough analytical content like the blame game that Mark Zimmerman had. It was so good. I watched that every single episode because I actually felt like I was learning what's going on behind the scenes, not just like specific instances. And it felt like I actually was understanding uh, who was. What what was that fault and not who was? It felt like I was getting it from an analyst perspective. I don't think there's enough out there. Uh, all we see is Reddit, which is completely uh, trash, honestly. <laughs> Very good. Well, hey, uh, thank you. Oh, sorry, if you had something, Mark. Oh, I had, I had a follow up for Double If because he was saying like you can only learn this through experience or or whatever. And I think to an extent that's true. But is there any like shortcut you would give if there's like a young pro? like to avoid some of the same pitfalls that feels like a lot of them go through. Yeah. I think, um, rookies, usually you don't come out and you, and you shit on everyone unless you're Mike young. And then like, look at what happens. Like 
you see every rookie goes through this phase where like they have this confidence problem. I swear it's happening with Licorice right now. It happened with Mike Young earlier in the split. It might still be happening. Like every rookie has this problem. It's because when they start playing, they do that shit where they go on Reddit and they're like, oh my God, I wonder if people think I'm good. You know, I wonder like, I'm going to take stock in this, in their opinion. And then like the when they start playing bad, you'll inevitably have like bad time and it just snowballs so hard. So just, just, yeah, just don't do it. I guess you don't need, you don't need to go through it to avoid it, but you need a lot of willpower to just be like, I'm not going to check Twitter or Reddit after every game and read what people had to say about me. It's fucking hard. Well, thank you so much, Noah, for the call-in. Really appreciate it, as always. Thank you. Yeah, have a good one. You too. All right, everyone. So it is just past 10 o'clock. Uh, we told Peter he would only have to be on until then, and he did it. I really appreciate it. Uh, so thank you so much, Thanks Peter, for coming, for on, Peter. coming it was on. It was uh, fun. I'll see you guys on Sea of Thieves. Wait, wait. wait what about, uh, you got to do your shout-outs, man. Yeah, yeah. We, we, quick show. round, really quickly. Double if do you have any shout-outs, anything you want to say? Uh, Alienware Ballistics, HyperX, Monster. You clearly don't have me as your manager anymore. And I, I and anyone I forgot, oh, shit. <laughs> put me on the spot. Alienware Ballistics, HyperX, Monster. Kelby, do you know them? Uh, I don't manage those accounts, so. Damn it. I'm forgetting one, but I love you more. I love you more than the rest. Um... <laughs> No, it's not that. Okay, whatever. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys. <laughs> thanks to all the you know viewers and fans, um, and thanks for having me on. Looking Peace. At, trying to Wait, figure out what it is. I have a question, Double F. Yeah. What? You gone? Okay, no. So this is my shout out. I've been trying to. I told probably this. I'm gonna do like a Dunzo man. I want to do a Dunzo manifesto kind of shoot where we just get players. Oh, you won't get Peter. Okay, go for it. Yeah. So I want to get players and I want to like get them in. Like just get them drunk, put some cameras on them, and just let them shoot the shit about the season and like what's gone right or wrong and stuff like that. Uh, and it won't be live, so people don't need to worry about like what they say or anything like that. And just get groups of people. So like I want to get like a Korean episode, a jungler episode an XTSM episode or something. Do you think pro players would ever do this much? My, my guess is like 2% like chance. unfiltered unfiltered. And like the idea is that because all of you guys are talking shit, it's not like one interview where one quotes getting pulled. And because it's not live, it'll get edited down. And hopefully all you guys just say some funny shit over the course of it. And it's just the chance for you guys to be like, man, you know what? Mike young and Sven are there. And they're both just like, yeah, playing with Bjerg's fucking hard, dude. Something like that, you know, like whatever Ooh. it is. I don't know what people are gonna say. That's then, gonna really burn some bridges. I... No, but it's gonna be within the context of like a whole other thing where other people talk about like a million different things. Huh. I just don't think like Peter. My point you, is, I can I, never when you do. Pick out little bits of that. I feel like even if you, even if it was just that, even if it was like, yeah, it's pretty hard to play with Bjergsen. It's like if, even if you say it in a joking way, Bjergsen. If I was Bjergsen, I would be like, man, what are you doing? Well, then Bjergsen gets his episode with Jensen. They're both like, dude, our junglers suck dick. You know? Holy shit. Let's go. Peter, yeah, maybe, maybe if it's lighthearted the whole time. Hmm. Yeah, I don't but. think that I could do a drunk state of the league anymore like I used to. Yeah, and but that's, I'm saying that's State of the League was live, dude. Wouldn't work. State of the League was live. And also, I'm not going to go through any management. I'm going to personally just kidnap players and do this so that no one knows 
Twitch chat's on my side. They're not going to tell anybody. This sounds like a good idea, Mark. I, Thanks. Mark, this sounds like an idea that might get you a lot of views. I don't know. I won't. E I don't even care about the views, dude. I'm not trying to post this on my channel or anything. I'll put it under whoever wants it. They don't have to pay or anything. I'll I just want. It. I just want some shit talk back in the scene. That's what I want. Some good old shit talk, like the glory yeah. days. Right. Oh, it's just so. It's it would be so hard to not like because you want it to be organic. You want it to be something raw. But it's gonna be so hard to like, not go overboard, I guess. For but it's it's not live, so hopefully we can cut it to a place where the people involved are like, ah, all right, fine. Yeah. I, if they're drunk, they're never they're gonna be like, cut this whole thing. I'm too embarrassed by it. <laughs> yeah. Ah, whatever. Then we all just got drunk and talk shit anyway. It'll still be fun. Just gonna splice it like every half second. Splice it. Like, Bjergsen is the greatest. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, all right, nice episode. Yeah. Three more minutes, Peter. Kelby, your shoutouts? Uh, I already shouted out the Chainsmokers. Um, uh, I don't think I really have any shoutouts, to be honest. Shoutouts to Peter for coming on the episode. Yeah. Oh, being a good, being a good friend. Kelby, thanks for inviting me, man. I really wanted to be on the show for so long, but you were the one who, who got me on. I appreciate that. Mark, do you have any shoutouts? No, I used my time already. All right, everyone, thanks for watching. Uh, I'm going to post the giveaway link in Twitch chat. If you guys can go check out that giveaway, that'd be super cool. There's a podcast version of this on iTunes and Google Play. I always forget to say that at the beginning of the show. Thank you so much, Peter, for coming on. I actually really do appreciate it, even if he was paying the ass about it. And uh, thanks, everyone else. Another Hotline League all wrapped up.